Retro nonsense in the house, y'all. Autobots, transform and roll out. No, I am your father. No! Fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Just give me my retro. Hello and welcome to the Retro Nonsense Podcast. I'm Duke, and with me, as always, is my good friend Chris Roberts. And uh, this month, we're going to take a break from our quintessential 80s movies series and bring you something different, uh, which should be really fun. We're going to do our top five childhood toys, and then we're going to do a little game show because we've been, as pointed out by some of our friends, we've been struggling with some release dates. So we're going to play a little game called Guess Guess the Year, I guess sure, we'll call it. Sure, why not? Or what year? Which year? Which year, right? Yeah, guess yeah, which year. Like yeah, sure. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. Well, we got to come up with a good name for it, because if we do this again... <laughs> so, essentially, we came up with uh, 10 pop culture 80s, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s pop, pop culture things, whether they be movies or toys or cartoons or commercials, anything. And we have to try to guess the year that it, that it came out, and we're going to keep score and try to beat one another. Uh, and it's a very simple system. Whoever, however many years you miss by, you get a point, and points are bad. So whoever has the most points at the end loses the little game. I I'm going to make a prediction that I will lose because I'm not good at this. Uh, guessing years, as people have seen uh, by listening to the podcast, is not one of my <laughs> strengths. I have a very bad memory. I usually have to do deduction and try to like think. Well, my sister was this old. And I remember playing this Nintendo game when it was out, so that that's how I have to figure out the year. Yeah, see, this is what they call like you're just hedging your bets. You're you're trying to set me up, like <laughs> yeah. no, I'm really bad at this, and then and then you're gonna you know you're gonna win by a lot. That so. may be so, but I don't think I will. So and I'm, well, <laughs> we'll see. We will see. I, I'm gonna try to win though, because you know that I'm competitive. So I will I certainly try that. to win. <laughs> well, I know who really knows that is our good friend Matt Bandy. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about that since you brought it up. Um, don't forget to check out our Discord server where we further this discussion and add pictures and try to enhance the podcast. And um, it's been fun. It's not a lot of chatter on there, but it's, it gets some uh, traffic, and it's fun to see people posting pictures and making comments. And we always appreciate that, so feel free to jump on there um, and join in. Uh, and we also post our Beat the Bandy scores on the Discord as well. Um, and this month, we are playing Skate or Die. And um, I'm having a ton of fun playing it. Uh, I haven't played it in a while. Uh, after my last score, I just kind of I needed to give it a rest because it's taxing to to do that for so long. And well, you you already broke Matt's spirit, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> I think it's best that you just you know call the dogs off. <laughs> well, I've forgotten how much I love this game. I played this a ton as a kid. I was never I never thought I was good at it. And I wasn't because I never I never really. I don't think played for score back then. I just had a fun time playing on the um, the ramps and the freestyle and all that kind of stuff because I was a big skater back in the day. And um, so that's why I love the game so much. But um, anyway, if, if you want to join in, join in and, and play along, it's a really fun game. It's got great music. 
it's uh, it's Konami, or actually it's Ultra, which is a subsidiary, I guess you'd call it, of Konami. Um, but it's a it's a very polished game. Lots of great little things in there, little Easter eggs, and like when you fall, your uh, gear falls off, and just little things like that. It's a very polished game with great music and great graphics, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I guess that's it. Let me just check my notes here before we dive right into it. Yeah, I guess that's it. So did I mention what our topic? Oh yeah, the the top five toys, top yeah. five childhood now, toys. Now now let, let me let's let's get it more specific. Yeah. Now do you think this is what you consider the top five toys, or is this your top five toys, like the toys you've had? That's a good question. This is my personal top five lists of, of my toys that I had growing up. Right. I, yeah. I wanted to make that yeah sure. because I think if we were going by like the top five you, then it's you know it's like the you know right, it's it's right. a pretty traditional list but we're yeah and it still might have those same toys on there but sure just just not we're not ranking which is the best toy Mm-mm. we're ranking our best yes toys. yeah our personal our favorite toys yeah, yeah our, our personal favorite toys exactly exactly so who's going to kick this off we, we have a top five list here so I'm, we're going to go from five to one i presume right Sure. Um, I, I, I could kick it off if you want, but sure. I would have to say, and this is really weird because um, it's a short list. It's five, but I had the worst time with the fifth with the fifth one because like my top four really feel like the things I played with the most. Mm-hmm. And then I was having a trouble differentiating possessions like like baseball cards were such a huge part of my childhood, but those aren't toys. You right. know what I mean? And right. then my basketball was a big thing but i mean would you consider that a toy that's that's like athletic equipment you know what i mean like but then if it was a but you know what i'm saying but if it was i don't know there's certain kind of balls i guess would fall into a toy category but um so i was you know and then i was thinking like well my bike but i was like well that's not a toy you know what i mean (laughs) right 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 so all right, so my fifth one, um, and this one just kind of made the list a little bit by default, even though I did have fun with it. Even I, It's one I really didn't own much. I only had one of the figures, which I got in a trade with a neighbor. And in all honesty, I didn't like it as much as my other in this list, but I did really love it because I loved the cartoon a lot, and that was He-Man. And, okay. Um, okay. I had I had made a trade with a with one of the neighbor kids. Um, I don't I can't even remember what I traded him, but I just remember I got the better end of the deal. So much so, a couple of days later, uh, he had like buyer's remorse, and he was trying to trade back, and uh, I just kept avoiding him. <laughs> and even so much that like he sent his mom over to uh, <laughs> oh man to get the trade back but i that's real funny. i had coached well you know this my mom came through for me a few times uh in these weird situations like this and uh this was one of them because uh, i had told her ahead of time you know like hey you know uh you know we did a deal for this toy now he wants it back and uh, i don't want to give it back and, and you know i think he broke my toy i don't know i think i lied to her too who knows but she's <laughs> like so she just played dumb she's just like i don't know anything about that toy and he's not here <laughs> and just shut the door <laughs> and that's, that's the last funny. we heard of it yeah but um so it was a it was a standard he-man but he didn't have any of the i mean he had his little chest plate and I did have the sword but it didn't have the axe or the shield cuz the kid you know like most kids they lose them or or they it wasn't included in the deal, but 
So you're um, saying this is the only He-Man figure you had was He-Man? Yeah, I had He-Man. There was a few times, you know, like other kids would come over and they would leave their toys. You know, you know I borrowed some for a while. Like I remember having a, a Ram Man at one mm-hmm. point. But uh, yeah, He-Man was the only Masters of the Universe toy I, that I had. Um, but wow, that's that's saying something. If it made your list and you only had one, that's well, that's I had a- it for a long time, and he would always. Uh, and you know, you know, when you're playing with your action figures at a young age, sometimes they take different roles. They're not oh, yeah. actually who they are. Right. And yeah. Sometimes my GI Joes and my Star Wars figures would take on He Man, and he was like a monster or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So sometimes because so cool. you know, he was so much bigger and disproportionate, yeah. but. Um, yeah, and and cu- uh, another thing, are we doing any honorable mentions? Because I do, I do have, have a li- one. I do have yeah. some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to make sure about that too, and add that sure. to the list. Let us let everybody know. But there goes my uh, my number five was He Man. Yeah, I I only had a couple He Man figures. I think I did have He Man. I remember having um, Trap Jaw. Um, yeah, that's a cool one. And I think uh, who else did I have? I may have had oh I think I had the suction cup one with the guy with the suction cup hands. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name though, but I know who you're talking about. So I never did have a lot of those toys. I had a friend that was really really into He-Man. He had everything. Every figure, Castle Grayskull, you know, the whole oh, 9 yards and he so was like he was one of those kids. Huh? He was one of those kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I just never got into the toys. I did like the cartoon quite a bit. I watched the cartoon a lot. But I just never got into the toys for whatever reason. Yeah, see, that's what really made me. That's what because I loved that cartoon. That was yeah. one of you know that's that was a cartoon I never wanted to miss. And um, so he, the, the, I I think it, it I you know probably most of my fondness comes from the fact that you know when the cartoon was on, I had the He Man, and you know then you'd play with your figures yeah. afterwards and stuff like that. And um, I don't know, it was pretty cool though. So yeah. All right, well, my number five is going to rub you the wrong way. I know that. And oh. that is G.I. Joe. Chris, oh, I can't believe it's so low. I know, it's so low. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a shame that it's so low because you, you'll see as I get to other items on my list, other toys on my list, I'll, I'll kind of explain why it's number five instead of a little higher, where it probably deserves to be, but there's reasons why for my list it's at the bottom of this top five list. Um but it's a really good toy. I mean, G.I. Joe toys were fun to play with um, in comparison with other, I don't want to give anything away or spoilers or anything, sure. but other action figures that weren't quite as fun to play with that were the sim- a similar size, I'd say. Well, they had the better articulation, right? The yeah, they had the articulation, exactly. Yeah. And the vehicles were yes. really fun to play with. They had lots of cool features. Um, I remember putting GI Joes in the in the you know like the dune buggy or the jeep and just pushing it around outside and you know jumping yeah. it off my steps, and of course GI Joes were always for some reason the ones you didn't like were always the action figure you would strap to like a bottle rocket, <laughs> right, right. Up, which I've done several times as a kid or even just firecrackers and see if you can blow them apart. But also those were the go-to action figure for me anyway to make I don't know if you did this but I always made parachutes out of um handkerchiefs. Did you ever do that? I, I well, I take it I'll take it an extra step. I I had friends who did that but what what we ended up doing is you can actually get those little there was little figures at the store that were like a 10 cents or 20 cents that yep. they had parachutes built on them and yes. you'd throw them up in the air and they, well, I'd take those parachutes off and I'd put them on 
the G.I. Joes. Gotcha. So, I didn't make the parachutes, but I, I did I did used to make little things, though. I, I, I used to make, uh, like, grappling hooks out of toothpicks or rubber bands and a string. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely did a lot of DUI stuff with the, with the G.I. Joes and other figures. Yeah, they just always kind of were just fun to take outside for me. I always took my G.I. Joes outside a lot. And yeah. we, I would take a handkerchief, and I would take, I think it's yarn, and you, you would take the corners and tie yarn and then just wrap it under their arms and then just roll it up a certain way and you can chuck that thing up as high as you can and it would unfold in the air and come down it was the coolest thing in the world it would just float down to the ground i just love yeah. love doing it so um you couldn't do that with um well i guess you could but i never did it with any other action figures except for sure. G. Joe. well I, it, it was on brand i mean they always yeah, exactly, injected yeah. out of the airplane stuff that they got <laughs> right. hit every week and I think there was a G.I. Joe that actually came with a parachute, but it was like a piece of plastic instead of like yeah. a, a material. Yeah. And it didn't work real well, if I remember right. No. It, the, the homemade ones were much better. Yes. But, you know, G.I. Joe was a great cartoon as well. I loved that cartoon as a kid. Um, but, back, you know, to the toys uh, specifically, like I said before, is they just they were really well put together, really well designed. All the vehicles were really fun for me anyway. To put together like you would get one for christmas or a birthday and it was like putting together a model and you had to put the stickers on yourself and all that kind of stuff and i just really enjoyed that it kind of made it your own you could leave some of the stickers off if you wanted or put them on exactly like the book the box or you know kind of put them on in your own places so the vehicles kind of you could kind of customize them uh, to a certain degree if you want it and uh like i said before a lot of the vehicles were really um well designed and were really fun to play with had a lot of features especially some of the ones that i never had um i've mentioned this rich friend before uh, a couple of times i think on the podcast my friend ryan who had everything all the star wars toys and everything yeah well he yeah. had the big giant uh aircraft carrier uh, yeah that's, base- a, that's a that's sick dude I, I, we have talked about that before but that that is- that is an insane like, toy. Oh my gosh! It was like six foot long. Like no, yeah. no lie. The thing was absolutely it's enormous. It's in the, the U.S. Uh, it's a USS. Uh, is it the? Uh, I just lost it. Never mind. Carry on. But yeah, that thing just had every every couple of inches of that thing had some other had some cool mechanism or hiding place. So you could open it up and play inside of it. It was just the coolest toy in the world, and. The smaller vehicles obviously didn't have as many features, but they all had really uh, cool play features, you know. Uh, I think if I remember right, I remember having the Hiss tank, the the Cobra tank. I had the Jeep, I had the Doom buggy. They're, all the vehicles that I had were just kind of the smaller, cheaper ones. It was the USS Flag. There you go, yeah. There you go, sorry. I just, never no. mind, keep going. I, I did, you know what, and um, one of the, one of the, vehicles that i had that i loved it was the the dreadnoughts uh, thunder machine and uh man i loved that thing and what was that i don't, I don't know if i remember that well one. it 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 was uh one of the later toys because it was during the sepentor era of the mm-hmm. of the cartoon but uh it looked like um i don't know i guess i kind of like an suv for a lack of a better mm-hmm. ref- okay. you know comparison but uh you know it's all mad max looking Gotcha. That's cool. And I had a couple of the smaller, like, flying vehicles. I still have actually one of them on my shelf over there. I don't know what it's called, but it has, like, little wings. It's like a a cross between a jet and a helicopter kind of thing. 
So I had a bunch of yep, those smaller yep. vehicles, but they were all just really fun to play with. Um, so that's why Yeah, the way was... you're talking about it, I just can't believe it's so low on the list. I know. Luke. You well, sure you, you don't want to respond to it? I'll try to explain why uh, all right. when I get to some of my other ones. But there it is. There's my number five favorite childhood toy is uh, G.I. Joe. All right. Well, now this one to me is going to be the most boring sounding one on the list, but it it had a huge impact uh, in my, I'd say the definitely between like second and sixth grade, especially in regards to school. But uh, it's it's just plain old marbles. Really? And yeah, because um, at our school, the or the school I went to at that time, um, they had what was referred to as marble season. And for a two-week stretch, um, you could bring marbles to school. And essentially, they were just they were allowing gambling for two weeks <laughs> because <laughs> that's what we'd be doing. We'd be playing for marbles out there. And, um, I, man, it, I, I don't know if it was the gambling aspect of it or what. I mean, I still have my childhood marbles in a coffee can. And, man, I used to like to play them. When I go to my grandparents' house, I always brought my marbles with me. I mean, I brought other toys, but that was something I always liked to bring because that was something I could play in the house, even with, like, when my grandparents were watching television or something and it wouldn't really disturb them. Right. You know, stuff like that. And um, So and you're saying like, the playing marbles, you mean, like, the, the actual game? Like, how you No, no, no. I, well, I'm talking about, like, okay, you have a marble and I have a marble, right? Uh-huh. And, like, I'll throw my marble on the ground, and then you throw your marble on the ground, like, in a different direction. And like we, we, there's some way we determine who gets to go first. And so if I get to go first, I throw my marble, then you throw your marble. Now, the goal is for me to take my marble and hit your marble. So you got to get within shooting range. So, you like, you'll move it closer, and, and you'll take your shot. And if you hit him, you get to keep the other guy's marble. Um, if you miss him, then, you know, then the turns continue. And that's part of the gamble. If you get close, you know, if like you shoot from a longer range and you miss them and then your marble stops kind of short, now he has an easy shot. So that was one way we used to play marbles. There was other ways. Some people would draw a circle and yeah. they would put a bunch of marbles in the circle. I, and, I've uh, never played marbles in my life. And you could, uh, so there would be like, you would both contribute a certain amount of marbles. So let's say we determined there was going to be 20 marbles. So we would draw like a, a, a pretty good sized circle. And then we would put these 20 marbles in the side. And then you would take your marble and you would shoot it. And if you hit a marble and that marble went out, you got to keep that marble. But if it right. didn't go out and your other marble stayed in, then that marble would stay in. That was one way to play it. And then the other play was like your shooter never got stuck in the middle, um, no matter what. But if you hit a marble and it went out, you got to keep it. And then at the end of the game, basically whoever had the most marbles. So that was another yeah. way to play it. Um, there was a couple other little... Man, I'm telling you, it was it was very involved at the school I was in. But Really? Um, and even kids after school. I mean, they're, they're, people would... They'd be coming to school. They'd have like their dad's sock. You know, like a long yeah. athletic sock, and it'd be yeah. full of marbles, and that's oh interesting. yeah. We never, we never did that at my schools. I don't. I, this is middle school, I presume, right, or, or elementary? No, it's like second grade to okay. sixth grade. Is, okay, I, I yeah. think I, uh, yeah, about sixth grade. But sixth grade is probably about when I stopped playing with them. But mm -hmm. definitely six, six, second to fifth was something. Uh, 
that we did. I mean, now granted, it wasn't something I did every day, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it was just a big enough impact. I mean, I'm sure there was a stretch between like second and you know, at least second and fourth grade that I mean, it was constant playing it. Wow. You know I mean, it was it was just a real fun game to play, and like I said, there's something about the gambling nature of it. Well, then you'd have other aspects. You know how like you'd have the bigger marbles. They would we would refer to them as boulders. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you'd have to hit those twice. Okay. Whereas if they were equal size marbles, then you just have to hit them once. But if you played against somebody with a boulder, you'd have to hit it twice. So if you hit it once, then you'd have to then the next you would keep your turn, but you couldn't hit them just twice in a row. You had to go away and then work your way back to them to get the second hit to take their boulder but they only had to hit you once and I mean, unless you were playing now boulder. let me ask you did this uh cause any i would imagine a game like this where you're taking other kids stuff could uh be problematic <laughs> you know i think it could and i'm sure that's why well, i'm i'm sure that's probably why maybe it doesn't exist now i, I can't imagine they're still doing that but uh, plus you know uh taste changes and stuff like that but um sure i never had an issue with anybody wanting their marble back or right you know as far as sour grapes um Mm -hmm. you know and i always went with the notion that i never played with a marble that i wasn't willing to lose you know what i mean like i would but yet you also had to put up something of worth like somebody wasn't going to play you with the like there was like the generic ones that referred to as cat's eyes that those were the cheap ones Nobody mm-hmm. wanted yeah. the cat's With the eyes. squirrels in there? Yeah. Yeah, nobody wanted those. They wanted the different, like the solid colors with certain stripes in them. Or oh. they, we had these ones that were black and yellow. We'd refer to them as bumblebees. Those were very popular. Uh, sometimes kids would come with like antique marbles. And even, you know, even in the 80s, they were considered antique because they'd be like marbles from the 60s, which are actually crazy because they're very valuable. Wow. But uh, even then, I remember I had won some some marbles uh off some kid and it was kind of an issue that he had took his dad's marbles to school oh no (laughs) and uh, he got in trouble he never asked for him back though and i never gave them to him because i mean you know you lose you lose you lose but yeah i wonder if this was you think this was like a just your local area like your school kind of thing or like a california thing I don't know how big it was in the whole state, but I know in, in Fresno, which is a pretty, we're, we're a pretty substantial city. I mean, population-wise, we're like, I don't know, sixth, sixth or seventh largest uh, population in California city. And mm-hmm. if you if you count like Fresno County, I mean, like the whole county, probably higher. I mean, it's it's a pretty large area, mm-hmm. but. Um, I don't know, man. It, everybody I knew, I knew I would bump into kids from other schools. They were into it, you know. I mean, well, obviously not every kid liked it, and but and I don't really even know what started the trend. You know, it's it's weird how that happens because you know, like sometimes it was because of you know cartoons stuff like that. Then certain kids would start bringing certain toys to school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, I don't yeah, know, I man. Remember, when I, I started seeing, at that school, I remember seeing marbles being played in like movies or something or t- and I never really understood it I was like oh because yeah. nobody I ever knew had marble I mean they, we had them you know like I remember I probably had them in my house just laying around in the toy box kind yeah. of thing you know maybe they were given to me or something but I never played that game that you're talking about so that's pretty yeah um, and, and you know what's weird is like you know even like today like uh you know I drive school bus I think I've mentioned that before yeah. some kind of kids on the on the on the bus uh you know, like they they drop their marbles or something. And I remember now. Look, I'm like, man, that's a pretty cool one. And 
if I was a kid, that would have really bugged me to lose this one, but they don't, it's not the same value. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. just, it's just like something like, you know, you can go to like the, you know, like a, a even like Walmart or something, you can get like this huge bag of them for like a couple of dollars. Yeah. And, right. and the prices were a little higher, you know, and I don't yeah. know, man, it was, it was just a, it was a cool little, you know, moment in time during my childhood and at least in the area that I'm in. And even in like, uh, when we mentioned about the city, uh, you know, as far as how it was, I even when I switched to a country school for a little while during that time, they they were playing them too. So really, I don't know. It seemed like something that was kind of universal, and at least in the middle part of the state, anyway. So I don't know if this is comparable, but in my um, elementary school, the popular thing to do on the school ground was pencil fighting. You ever hear of that? Yeah, where like you hold the pencil, then you'll flick it. Yeah. To try to break it in half. No, yeah. we did that too. Okay, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe that was like our version of, of playing because no, it was we, similar. We because do stuff like that too. But okay. but there was nothing to gain though. You were just trying to break the other person's pencil. Yeah, but there was something to lose, and you would oftentimes sure. get uh, a favorite pencil that did really good and was like your yeah. champion pencil. That's and true. You would, yeah. So that kind of a thing. So that's the only thing I can think of that's somewhat comparable. I, I would also equate it to like the '90s version with the Pogs. You know, yeah. pogs became like a gambling thing on the schoolyard where Was it? you okay. get those you get those slammers and you'd make a stack of pogs and then you'd slam it on top of it and when they flipped over depending on if you chose heads or tails or how many were facing up you got to keep or something like that um that I even though I wasn't you know I that wasn't my game yeah. of choice cuz I I mean I was in high school at that point but um I remember that being a thing. Yeah, I remember my, Pogs, my younger brother was playing Pogs. I remember, I remember hearing that, and I knew it was some kind of like a circular chip or something, right? Like a yeah. I mean, at one point they were called milk caps because I guess they used to come on the inside of a milk cap. Hmm. But in the nineties, uh, they basically came uh, like you'd punch them out of a piece of cardboard. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'd be like circular holes. Some of <laughs> them are kind of still collectible. Overall, yeah. it's just kind of one of those things. They, they they don't I mean they have nostalgia but it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of value there but yeah you know for some generation uh, that that was their thing sure sure yeah. that's, I never would have guessed marbles was going to be on your top five toys list that's yeah. for sure so that's a shocker there <laughs> there you go so that's your number four right wait wait till you see what's not on the list and then you'll oh uh oh you'll really be shocked yeah <laughs> all right well my number four favorite childhood toy is Star Wars toys. Wow, that's so, that low too, man. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, here's the thing, and this is what, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to talk about G.I. Joe again a little bit, because G.I. Joes are better toys. They have better articulation. They can actually hold the gun without it being cocked at some weird, funky angle, mm-hmm. like a Star Wars figure, which always bothered me. Star Wars toys to me were more of something that I just collected or set up. I never, I don't remember playing with them that much because they weren't the greatest toys, like especially the, the figures. They, they just had the stiff arms and even just trying to get a gun in their hand oftentimes was a task and they didn't stand up real well. You had to oftentimes... Well, that's why put you them... had to squeeze their hand, Duke. Well, if, what if I would you do... Squeezed it, yeah, I'd squeeze the hand to make it tighter and then you put the gun in. Now, well, course, how long did that last? It was uh, open. Ba- <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, like how I remember, like 
if you put the gun like in Luke Skywalker's hand or Han Solo's hand, it was cocked inward. Like you could never hold it straight. So you would twist the gun and try to make it straight, and then it would just open up his hand too much, and then it would be all loose. Well, so. then what you do is you take a piece of, of like little string and you tie it in. Uh, the hand. Yep, this is why it's number number four. It, <laughs> and then you put it in there and it becomes tight again. So you know, Star Wars they they look great, all the colors and all the the characters represent it well. So I liked having them and I loved them. I loved the having the Millennium Falcon and the X-wing fighter and it made the electronic sounds and everything. And little play sets were cool, but. To me, compared to G.I. Joe, which were a similar toy, uh, G.I. Joe, like I said before, were much much more fun to play with. And I think the vehicles were better quality, better put together. Uh, Kenner, I think, just wasn't as good as uh, Hasbro is what did G.I. Joe, correct? Uh, that sounds right. Hasbro, I think Hasbro. Was Kenner, or yeah, it wasn't Mattel. I think. Um, yeah. I'm looking at Hasbro. my boxes over there. Yeah, I think it's Hasbro, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, that sounds it's, right. Well, it does, but that sounds right. I think it's a... yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't that. And Star Wars is higher on the list for me because it's Star Wars, and right. I was I, I wasn't as much into GI Joe because it was just the cartoon and the toys. I mean, Star Wars was everything. It was movies and video games and comic books and well, I know GI Joe had comic books and all that stuff too, but Star Wars was just a bigger world, a bigger franchise. So. Um, the toys were more like, for example, if somebody said you can have all your Star Wars toys back right now or all your G.I. Joe toys back right now, I'd pick Star Wars in a heartbeat sure. because I just value them more because Whoa, I just and so like does Star society. Wars more. Have you checked their eBay prices? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So um, although I think G.I. Joe is a better toy, I have Star Wars toys um, higher up on my list. So I did have quite a few action figures Star Wars action figures as a kid. Like I said, I had the Millennium Falcon, and I told that story before about my parents gifting me that used Millennium Falcon, uh, which is a great memory. Um, I, I remember having the X-Wing fighter and the Dagobah playset, the Hoth playset. Uh, had um, the, uh, what's the snow beast called again? The um, Wampa. Wampa? Yeah, I had, Wampa. Uh, and the Tauntaun, you know, I had all those little toys. I had quite a few. So, I did have a, a good Star Wars collection. I had the Darth Vader case that to put yeah. the, you put the figures in. There's a little place for the guns, and you can put the labels on there and everything. So mm-hmm. they were great to have. I just don't. I didn't play with them probably as vigorously or as often as I played with my GI Joes um, outside in the backyard, making dirt ramps and everything for the jeeps and all that kind of stuff. So Star Wars is my number four, and. I guess in my mind I'm just using the action figures and the play sets and the vehicles. But you know, Star Wars had all kinds of other stuff as everyone knows, the, the bed sheets, of course they're not toys. But sure. they had the, the read-along records and um all that kind of stuff. Um probably had Star Wars flashlights and all like Yeah, know, Star well, Wars. I think yeah, I think their IP was way stronger. Of course. You know what I mean? Cuz yeah. they 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 had more things, they had a bigger influence, but yeah, but GI Joe is pretty badass. So I mean, either one is uh, they're they're pretty good. And, and what I what I did enjoy about both of them is, you know, they were both at that three and three quarter inch um, stat, you know, length. Yeah, you can so they matched match up. Yeah, yeah, they matched up, I and mean, that yeah. that kind of mattered. You know, it's it's cool. But you know, I, as I said, I remember being frustrated 
to some degree with some of my Star Wars toys, especially the action figures. As I mentioned, not holding the guns real well. They didn't stay up on their feet real well. Some of the character representations, especially early on, were really bad. Like Luke Skywalker has like bright yellow hair. And like the Listen, lightsaber. He put some sun in in his hair. Yeah. Well... Okay. <laughs> he, he bleached it. He was going through a phase, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was still a teenager. Come on. It's all that sun on Tatooine, right? It bleached his hair. Right. He was, you know, surfer. And then they had him and Obi-Wan had the lightsaber that was like stuck up in their arm. Yeah. And you would push the little lever. Yeah. And it was weird. It was shaped weird. Like it had like a stubby part and then this little like weird thin part that just kind of flapped around. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is that? So it just, you know, some, some of the designs of the toys were a little off. And even as a kid, I remember being a little bothered. Now they got better as The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi toys came out. They were, they got a little better. They sure. looked better, and they had more features Even and stuff like Darth that. Even though Darth Vader never got any sort of reissue, which was strange. Like, I mean, they used the same molding the whole time. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so he always had the little hand. I mean, they, they reissued it with different, um, with you know, different cards or whatever, but, you know, like yeah. Empire card or a Return of the Jedi card, but... Well, speaking um, of Darth Vader, and... The same thing goes for the Obi-Wan and, and Princess Leia. The, the, their capes were like these yeah. plastic, and they would rip. Yeah. Because you had to like lift their arms up a certain way and try to slide it on. Sure. And I'm thinking, why couldn't it just be a little piece of cloth? You know? Well, they did that. <laughs> they fixed that. And yeah. so, was, uh, so was Lando's, too, and the yes. Tusken yes. Raiders. Yep, yep. So that's why it's a little lower on my list, because as toys go, they had some flaws. And they were great to collect, and as I said before, I often would set them up and just kind of look at them and set them up in their vehicles, And but they weren't very good to play with in, in my experience, so that's why it's number four. So that's my number four. Man, your list has some flaws, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I will agree with you on that. Now, okay, so my number three is, is Hot Wheels. Okay. okay. We... When I say we, it's like, you know, me, my friends, or um, cousins, and stuff like that. We would always play with with, uh, with Hot Wheels. They, they were cheap. You know, you can pick them up for under a dollar. Um, it was actually something my dad liked buying, probably because he was a cheap ass, but um, <laughs> he liked cars and stuff. He was into, like, model cars and uh, just cars in general, working on cars. So he, he definitely approved of Hot Wheels, but... What I liked about them, well, obviously there's the, you know, like the imagination aspect, like you're driving it when you're playing it. But we would we would set up, we get racetracks. Um, oh, like yeah. I never I never got any like as well. I take that back. At one point I did actually get a racetrack. Um, what I mean a racetrack, I'm not talking. I know you know this, but just for the people listening, not like something that's like built circular. They would just be like these long link tracks Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, Yeah. like little plastic roads that would connect together and it always happened someone got smacked in the face with one of them too or hit on the back (laughs) they made a really good weapon it's something that's kind of lost on this generation i wonder if they've ever got (laughs) cracked with a with a plastic hot wheel track but um but what we would do is (laughs) no what we would do is um we would have them kind of go up an incline and then we'd, you know, make a basically like a jump. You know, you you yeah. make like a, 
you know, like an L or something, you'd start on the couch, so that would be the top of the track, and then it would go down to the ground, and then you would have it go maybe, and then you'd put a couple of books underneath it, you know, and yep, and yep. Uh, you'd have it jump, right? Yep. And then on the other side, if you had more tracks, because sometimes we just have them, like, jump into something, you know, like maybe uh-huh. we'd set up some, I don't know, some cups or something, right, and kind of knock right. them over or whatever, but uh, other times, you know, if, if someone else brought some tracks or if you had enough of them, you'd, you'd try to angle it right where they would jump and land on the other one. It always yeah. felt so cool when you could oh, do yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, so we played with a lot of Hot Wheels. Um, I guess you can kind of throw a matchbox into this as well. You know, as a, as a kid, I always preferred Hot Wheels, but in all honesty, if my grandmother went to the store and brought me back a matchbox. I wasn't going to argue. Right. You know, they were always cool. Some of my favorites, uh, I remember having the Smokey and the Bandit car, which was oh, really cool. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah, and I also had the Dukes of Hazard generally, and that was another big favorite. Yep. And yep. then uh, my dad drove diesel trucks, so he had bought me. Uh, that became something like a lot of the kids that I knew, uh, they liked those too, because it was kind of getting like a bonus because they, they came with a trailer. So that was right. kind of fun. So you'd get like a big rig. And um, and then I had a cop car, so that was always fun because you know you would chase Smokey, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you could you could <laughs> right. pretend like you're the bandit, right? Or yep. not chase Smokey. Smokey would chase the bandit, but uh, but yeah. So Hot Wheels that was something that um, even though it's weird, I don't. I I have a couple. I actually have one of my childhood Hot Wheels that actually survived through the years, but um, I don't really. And you know, I'm not into collecting them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, I do have eh, maybe about a half a dozen of you know just interesting ones or ones that I did remember having as a kid. Um, if you're into collecting them or, or like if you come across them, you really want to look for the the ones that have like the red lines on the wheel. Those hmm. are very they're highly collectible. They they go a little more on the on the reseller market if you know if hmm. you're looking to you know flip them or whatever. But the red lines on the wheel like underneath. No, no, no. Like, uh, you know, like if you had a pair of tires, you know, you had some tires on your tr- on your truck, and they like had like white, white walls. walls. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. but they would be red. They'd oh, have okay. like a red. They're they're referred to as red lines. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So those are yeah, cool. Yeah. I had a ton of Hot Wheels and Matchbox as well. It's a great choice for sure. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's my number three. Okay. My number three. Can I um, guess? Go ahead. My Little Pony. <laughs> no, close. <laughs> I just joked. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh-huh. Is Legos? Ah, those are pretty good. Now, I I had a ton of Legos as a kid, but why this made um, my number three is primarily because of the space sets. Um, as everybody knows, I'm a big science fiction buff, and that is really what I remember the most about playing with my Legos are all the '80s space sets. So I, on my shelf over here, still have three. My mom kept a couple of things. She decided that I was going to like. I think I've I've said this before. She kept some of my toys that she decided that I was going to be nostalgic for. And one of those is Legos, and I'm very thankful for that. So I have all my childhood Legos, which is a giant bin of Legos. They're up in my kids' closet right now because they play with them when they were kids. Um... But my mother kept all the boxes and the directions, so I was able to sort through oh, the dude, thousands so cool. and thousands <laughs> oh, of so Legos cool. that I had 
and OCD. reassemble. <laughs> yeah, reassemble my sets from childhood with the original directions that my mother kept. And this was just a couple years ago, you know. So that was a really it was very taxing and and you know lengthy process, but it was but really obviously fun. very rewarding though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, that's amazing. So I will post those pictures on Discord, but they are yeah, really you're cool have sets. To do that. So my favorite Lego set of all time, I still have, and it's 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 a, a spaceship. It's kind of a generic spaceship, just has you know some wings on the side, but the back opens up and this little smaller spaceship comes out of the back, and I just always loved that set as a kid. And I remember just holding that thing in my hand and flying around my basement and just you know soaring through the air and just I just loved it so much. And I had a couple other of the. Uh, 80 space sets as well. One of them is like a walker, kind of reminiscent of an AT-AT, but a little bit different um, than that. But right. it, it has like movable legs, and you can kind of walk it around. It's got a little claw on the front. It's had really cool designs, but yeah, I just love. Did you pretend it was an AT-AT? Probably. I probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, and the cool thing about Legos is you can shoot. You know, you can play with them because they can explode and they can fall apart and pieces can fall uh-huh. off. And that was always really cool, as you know, in your imagination to shoot something and have it explode essentially so with as much as I love science fiction and space the space Lego sets I just really really loved and I had some of the platforms and everything where you could set up you can make moon bases and everything and have the vehicles on those roadways with the little pegs on the side you know I'm talking about they were gray yeah yeah so I had a bunch of those as well so I would set up little cityscapes and everything with like spaceports so I was just really into the space Lego sets. So had a lot of fun playing with them, and I'm very thankful to have uh, three of my original sets still in my possession. So that's my number three. Well, that one's pretty solid. Um, I did have some Legos, but I don't know. I I don't really remember anything specific about them. I just know I had them because I remember like the the pain of stepping on them, and you know, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I don't remember when. I can't even. I can't even place the age. Um, I did enjoy playing with them, but I'll, I'll admit, I I was just into other toys. But uh, I did have friends who were into Legos, or because they were almost considered educational toys in some way. Um, yeah, to some because I, mean, I had some friends that like their like their grandparents would only get them Legos because then they, they had to do something or build something and. I always thought it was cool. There was also like um like the erector set or something. Uh-huh. I always kind of felt like all that stuff was in the same category. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never had any of that stuff, but I didn't either, but I yeah. that, it was the same friend. He was always building stuff. I mean, it looked cool, but I was like, "But do you have any Star Wars figures?" <laughs> they they won't buy me none of those. Well, <laughs> see outside of the space sets, I had I had tons of other Legos as well, just generic sets. Um but they were just like, you know, you got a little box that you could build a little house or something. Or a um, sometimes you had some cool ones like a helicopter or a little plane or a car. And those are kind of neat, like vehicles. But I was really into this into the space more than anything. That That's why I put it on my list because of the memories playing with my space Lego sets than any, more than anything. The other generic stuff I didn't care too much about because, you know, it's, for me it wasn't real fun to build a house or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, well, there wasn't a lot of... Um like licensed Legos at the there time. There was if any. Zero. zero. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that started till I don't know, maybe the 90s? or I don't really know that, when that started. That but... didn't start, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first licensed Lego sets were 
from the prequel Star Wars sets, right? Was it? Okay, then that, that'd be the 90s. That sounds right, then. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure it was, it was I'm not 90s. either, but I, I definitely know it wasn't our generation that got no. the license set. I don't no. remember any, because... And you think of all the missed opportunities with, like, E.T. or Star mm -hmm. Wars or G.I. Joe or, you know, now, I mean, everything has a Lego. And then not yeah. only does it have a Lego, it has a Lego game. You know, you yeah. got Harry Potter yeah. and Batman and... <laughs> Marvel and oh, yeah. Star Wars and yeah. everything. For yeah, any crazy. of our younger listeners, if there are any, <laughs> right? it's nothing like it is now. Now, I must say, yeah. I, I'm i very, like, I still get Lego sets for Christmas and for my birthday because I still love putting them together. Of course, I don't play with them, but as models go, they're really fun to put together, and I still like them. In fact, uh, Tara got me the Mandalorian Razor Crest for my birthday just recently. Oh, I haven't put it together cool. yet. It's still in the box. But I still I still like Legos to this day. Um, well, you got to get a picture of that up on Discord. I want to see that. Well, I haven't put it together yet, but I'll, I'll well, take a no, picture of the, of the box. Yeah, take a yeah. picture of the before and after. I will. I will do that. Mm. But um, there's something about Legos that are just – they're such a great toy – there's so um, there's a there's a couple really good documentaries. One especially, I don't know what it's called, but there's a documentary that goes through the whole history of Legos, and it, it is absolutely well, fascinating. I don't know about the full documentary, but I do believe there was an episode of the Toys That Made Us. There was, there was, yeah, yeah. and that was pretty good. It was good, yeah. Yeah, I, I was um, I was really impressed with that. I I didn't really, uh, and it's not that I didn't know they were huge, but I mean just to see kind of the impact lego the way they laid it out i was like well that's pretty awesome because you know even you know they patented the way the blocks connected together yeah, like there yeah. was something about it and you know now you got these you know mega blocks and these other bootleg knockoffs yep. but there's still something about the way they did the legos and um yeah choosing it's the perfect the formula pieces right and the way they lock together and and the quality control that went with legos mm -hmm, yep because they do feel like they they you would get some bootleg legos um you'd come across them as a kid you yes. know what i mean where yeah, they I had some i don't know if they'd be in like a happy meals toy or something uh -huh. like there would yep. be you'd get some bootleg ones somewhere and there was a big difference between the legos and the bootleg you know like the sec or i don't even know if bootlegs the appropriate term but definitely like the knockoff brands knockoff yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah like uh, the imitation legos they they weren't good yeah it was tyco had them tyco yeah, yeah, that's right. And they just weren't good. I mean, no. they were okay, but they suck because they were cheaper. And that's, you know, your parents might be leaning towards that, but you end mm -hmm. up getting a sub, you know, the, the quality wasn't as good. And then if you did come across some real Legos, they, they you couldn't link them up together. Right, right. Which is good it, for Lego. Probably because they got yeah. sued. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they probably <laughs> couldn't do it because they get sued. Lego is very protective. Yeah. But, you know, I know when they first started doing the licensing thing with Star Wars and all that stuff, they got a lot of critique for that because people would say, oh, the, all the imagination is gone now. Yeah. And you got all these special parts that make them look like the ships. I disagree, sure. though. I, I think that that enhanced um, kids playing with those types of toys a lot. And you still well, have it definitely the option. broadened the appeal. Yeah. And you still have the option to build them in different ways if you want. You still have the, the freedom, but I think the designs and the how close they were they looked like. If you look at some of the earlier Star Wars sets, they look they look terrible, like because they're sure. all blocky and 
they really got really good at making them look great and having you know lots of good well, play features and they, stuff they like that. They definitely look like what they're supposed to look like now, even like with that NES TV set that came out last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I have that. But there, there is a charm to when people would have enough imagination or you know ingenuity to make something that did replicate like a Millennium Falcon. Sure, with, sure. With with the On standard Legos, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. I, I could kind of see where they're coming from, even though I mean I'm sure their shareholders would disagree. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 we're we're good. We know what we're doing. We got this. So well, as um, with anything and plus, else, nobody's stopping you from buying the generic Legos. They still they still exist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, much like everything else, there's um, a whole YouTube scene. Um, I'm not real into it, but I've watched a couple right, of videos them together. of of these like conventions they have, and these like geniuses that build like these gigantic like spaceships, and they're got LED lights in them, and oh, it's so cool to see some of these people's imaginations at work. Um, so it's a really fun kind of a uh, YouTube scene to to get into that. Um, there's one I don't know what the channel is called, but there's one kind of a bigger channel that just goes to these conventions and interviews these uh, people that build these sets. And they're, they're like, gigantic. Some of them are on, like, you know, giant platforms, and it takes them, like, all weekend to put it together. They'll, they'll bring it in pieces and stuff, and they'll have, you know, just like any other convention, they have them set up, and people walk around and look at them and stuff. But it's really cool to check out some of those videos and um, and see what people can do, because it's, it's fascinating. Well, you so. could do a... a um... A time lapse of you putting together the Mandalorian ship. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. I don't know who would watch that, but I'll maybe I'll give it a shot. I think there'd be somebody. You type in Lego Mandalorian crap or that's uh, true. That's craft. true. I bet you someone would click on that. All right, what's your number? Uh, number you two. Yeah, I'm on okay. number two. Okay. And my okay. number two. We already discussed this, but my number two is the GI Joe line. Okay. And okay. the three and three quarters. Um, that made a big impact on me. I mean, I kind of overlapped a little bit on yours, but um, for sure the compatibility with other three and three quarter inch figures had a lot to do with it. But I was a huge fan of the cartoon. I had friends that had GI Joes, you know, that was kind of the thing back then. Um, it wasn't so much as focused, it, you know, like someone might just be into one. Th I don't know, maybe not, but you know, like back then we, de I mean, we had a little bit of everything. Or at least mm -hmm. I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it felt like all my friends had a little bit of everything. Because, you know, as, you know, the Christmases come up or birthdays come up, some new toy comes out. And then all of a sudden you'd be interested in that. Or, you know, whatever. And everybody had a random birthday throughout the year. So there'd be a kid at school that would have something. Or, you know, or of course, you know, we were bombarded with these commercials every time we watch cartoons of these new toys coming out. Mm -hmm. So, um but somewhere along the line, probably, uh, I don't know, early 80s for sure, a uh, kid, I, 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 be, I befriended a kid at school named Rick, and he was into G.I. Joe, and that's what we bonded on as far as uh, we both enjoyed the cartoon. And uh, he invited me over to his house, and he had uh, probably about 30 figures. And mm, he wow. had all, I mean, and he was super OCD, very neat with his figures, and... <laughs> And, he wasn't uh, blowing them apart with firecrackers in the backyard like me? No, no. As a matter <laughs> of fact, uh, he was appalled by the way I was playing with them a little bit. I remember, um, and you know, I was a dumb little kid. I think I 
uh, one of his figures, the he had like an older one and the hand was loose or something. So I, I kind of like bit on it a little bit to tighten the hand. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just tightening the hand. <laughs> and he's like, don't do that. And I was like, all right. And, That's but, funny. But, uh, you know, I was young and he he was too for that matter. But he, he taught me a little etiquette that day. I thought, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that makes sense. Maybe you shouldn't do that to your friend's toy. But, um. But man, I, I I remember leaving his house that day, and I called my grandmother, and I told her I want a GI Joe. If you gonna buy me any toys, can you get me a GI Joe? And and I want, and I was like, and I already had been on the fence about him already, because like I said, I was already watching the cartoon, but uh-huh. just to see him, you know, I was like, man, these are cool. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I want a Snake Eyes, and she, sure enough, she got me a Snake Eyes, and then uh, I remember oh, like yeah. some of my favorites were Snake Eyes and. I liked, um, I think his name was Quick Kick. It's a, 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 another ninja for the good guys, but he looked more kung fu-ish. He had no shirt on, but he had... Uh, yes, I remember him. He had a little band that went across him. I think it was Quick Kick, but maybe I'm mistaken on his name, but a little Asian guy, I think uh-huh. that was... Uh, and he was he's a karate man, so kind of probably like their version of Bruce Lee, maybe. Right, right. That was another one that stood out to me that I really liked, and... And of course, I I had uh, I had a couple of dreadnoughts, and then eventually I remember getting Sepentor. My grandmother bought me that, and at some point I got the Cobra Terradrome. Somehow I convinced her for Christmas or something to get me that, and oh. man, that was cool. Yeah. So I would interchange. You know, I'd had that. I had this big base, and I remember like, you know. I wasn't like my friend Rick. I take my toys outside. I dug a big hole in the ground, and I stuck <laughs> and like made a moat. You know, oh, so yeah, like it yeah. was a moat, and like in the center, you know, like the center was level with the ground. So I dug a trench, right, like yep. a circle trench, and I put the terradrome right in the middle of it. Oh. And we'd have my friend, you know, neighbors would come over. We'd like have little battles and stuff in there. That's and so cool. Yeah, it was pretty fun, man. But um, GI Joe's a lot of fun. Remember, I didn't have a lot of the ships or anything like that. I mean, there was times where you know, like I said, the other friends you'd borrow or mm-hmm. maybe just even if it was just playing with it for that day. <clears throat> but um, the G.I. Joe is a very quality, a lot of quality went into it. Um, it was weird, though. The one weird thing that always stuck out to me was the the torso, how the way they had that rubber band in there. Mm-hmm, yeah, you can kind of yeah. stretch it out. Yep. And um, I think that was the only thing I didn't like about it. But I understand it because then he can bend and everything. I mean, I, under, I got it, you know, but I just remember thinking like, there was something well, that, about it yeah, that didn't that, feel that as solid. That rubber band system, I think, is what really made them so oh, for sure. made the articulation so good. I th- if I'm not mistaken, everything was held together like in the center with a rubber band system, right? The arms. Am, am I am I wrong about that, or is it just um, torso? Y- well, it hooks up. I think you're right about that. There's, I think, if you open it up, everything kind of collapses on itself. Like it mm-hmm. all comes apart. And I'm pretty sure you're right about that. I haven't taken one apart in a long time. Um, but yeah, because at the, the legs are hooked to like the pelvis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. there, there's like a little hook in there. Yes. So you yeah. hook that rubber band around that, and then there's a, a, an upper hook where the arms have hooks on them, and they would hook around the top. Yeah. in the top part or something like that but yeah you're right the way the reason it articulates that way was because of that um i just as a, as a kid it's still i'm just saying it, i didn't like that but i yeah, i mean i like the toy it well a enough way it looks weird is that right i think it, yeah 
Yeah, because the the back, like you know, it gets exposed. You know, yes, like you can yes, see yes, down yes. in the hole or whatever. You know what I mean? But <laughs> right. um, but I got over that real quick. It just it was an adjustment to get used to. Um, with you know, compared to some of the other toys I had, I just remember mm-hmm. thinking like, why can't this part just be solid? But well, uh, one one thing I remember too that um is noteworthy is all the great accessories like you'd get one character I oh think yeah snake eyes came with like a the, the dog right i got a dog and he had a uzi sword. and a sword yeah yeah he, he got he came with two weapons and yeah. a backpack and the dog yes yeah and then so, the, he was yeah. his white counterpart was that storm shadow was that storm his shadow it, yeah. and he came with a dog too and he came yes, with a white dog, yes, and yes. Uh, and he basically had the same setup. I don't, th- I don't know if he had a gun. I can't remember if he had. I mean, he probably did. <clears throat> I don't know. But I, I think it was just basically every one of them came with a gun, mm-hmm. and then certain yeah. figures came with extra stuff. Yes, like uh, like Destro, he came with a briefcase, and mm-hmm. uh, he came with a gun, and of course he had some sort of backpack or something, and. Uh, one I really liked was Zartan because he had the extra face. You could change his face. I don't remember Zartan. Which was kind of cool. Well, Zartan, but... that's the leader of the, the Dreadnoughts. He's the guy that yes. color changed. Oh, okay, and, okay. And the, and the figure color changed too. I mean, it wasn't great, but you could if you stuck him in the sun or whatever, the color would change. Like, Didn't uh, um, one, one of the ones that I remember having, and I don't know why this one always stands out in my head, but I had the Crimson Twins. Remember those them? were cool. Those are the ones I always wanted. Even yeah, as I had an to... adult, I want them, and I keep passing on it. Like, I'll see them, and then the guy will want like twenty five bucks for them, and I don't know how come I get cheap sometimes. I'm just like, ah. Yeah, uh. I had them, <laughs> and if I remember right, they came with some kind of a grappling hook system. Where they, they did. Could, yeah, they could slide slip, slide down the. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It had a rope I... with the with yep. the grappling. Well, not a, I wouldn't call it a grappling hook. Would you? It's uh, what do you call that? Yeah, some kind well, of traversing slider thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't think of what it's called, but yeah. Yep, yep, I had them. Now, if, did, am I wrong? Did they have some kind of color change feature as well? Or am I thinking no, of, they didn't? No, okay. that's, Zartan's the only one that has the color okay. change feature that okay. I know of, but they were opposite, right? Like, yes, I mean, they looked hair. the same, but their hair was parted yes. a different way or whatever. Yeah. And then yep. one of them had a scar, I think. I think, I think you're got, right. I think one of them got scarred, which so, was yeah. probably their way of telling, like, so kids wouldn't get too confused. But I'm just like, right. doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> like, they're twins. It's cool. Well, I thought I thought GI Joe was going to be your number one. No, it's not my number one. No, now I got now I'm eager to see what number one's going to be for you. Okay, well, what's your number so, two? My number two is Hot Wheels slash Matchbox. There so, you go. Now I guess. It, it, looking at this list, you know, for that to be above Star Wars, GI Joe, and Legos, is, say, is saying something. But mm-hmm. I played much like you were describing with my Hot Wheels cars so much, and in the '80s, trucks and cars were absolutely huge. Yeah, I mean, I loved everything you had you know the fall guy on tv you had the dukes yep. of Hazzard, and you know what you i had Rider. the fall guy truck too and i forgot to say that That's and a cool. ferrari and i used to pretend i was magnum pi it wasn't an officially licensed one but i said it was there's just so many <laughs> vehicle centric or car centric um you know franchises or entities out there back in the 80s that you just couldn't escape 
you know, they were just so well, cool. Well, the 18 van. Every, 18 every, van. Bigfoot. Yeah. Remember Bigfoot? Big, right. Bigfoot. The monster big, truck thing was right. real big monster back then. Monster truck was a big thing. Jumping yeah. ramps, you know, the Dukes of Hazard, like I mentioned, and Knight Rider. And well, there was even other shows like that were built around the car, like Hardcastle and McCormick. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah. remember watching that, I but do. he had that little bootleg Ferrari. It was I forgot the name. It was I think it was called a Fox or something like that. I don't know. I forgot mm-hmm. what the name of that car was, but he had a little tiny car that looked like a yep. little miniature Ferrari or something. He used to jam around in or Knight Rider. So, Knight Rider. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. It's just the list just goes on and on. But I, like you mentioned, I don't I don't know if I knew the difference between Hot Wheels and Matchbox. Like I just they're all the same to me. I don't know, you know. I can't think of in my head what would differentiate them um, as a kid. How would I know besides looking at the name on the bottom? Right. What what makes? But if if I remember right, I think weren't Matchbox like more like accurate to to reality, and and Hot Wheels were more like fun and silly kind of thing. Isn't that? Uh, no, I mean, I think Hot Wheels branched out to other things, but they had okay. standard cars too. Um, yeah. I did okay. notice it. I'll tell you the difference that I noticed is rolling them. Well, mm-hmm. To me, Hot Wheels always went further. Yeah, now, I don't okay. know. Like okay. we, had, you get on a linoleum floor or man, if you were lucky enough to get like on an indoor basketball court or something like that. That was something we'd try to do. We'd roll them real far and see whose oh, car man. would go further. Or there was nothing stuff like better that. than getting a brand new car out of the package, and you knew it was going to roll super yep. smooth. And it's funny you mention that. One of my favorite things to do, we would go to uh, the uh, fast food restaurants as a family sometimes. Like Burger King, in my head, is the one that I'm thinking of. And if you remember, a lot of the, the Burger Kings had the plastic like uh bench seats right yep that would be real long because you would have different tables for one real long bench seat so i would lay on my stomach and there's this little concave area between the back and the seat that had this smooth little concave area and you could push your hot wheels car real hard and it would just kind of zoom all the way down the um the whole bench so yeah. I don't know why that stands out, but I used to love taking my Matchbox or Hot Wheels cars to uh, Burger King specifically, and I would shoot my car down that little section of the seat. Well, then you ever take it to school and and uh, run it down the slide? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. was another fun thing to do. So, of course, it kind of sucked if you got the dirt in the car. <laughs> you know, but we would wash them out, you know what I mean? We didn't care. But like you said, they were they were fairly inexpensive, and you got a lot of them because they were an easy toy for somebody to buy you for a birthday or something. In fact, a couple of them. You would get like two or three of sure. them sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I had – my mother was super creative. She was a big sewer, and, you know, she made a lot of my clothes, embarrassingly enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> But she had – she made me this big play mat for my Matchbox cars, and – in my mind, I don't know how big it is if I would were to see it today, but in my mind it was like the size of a like a like a rug, um, and it was like this tan colored big piece of material that she drew uh, like a landscape on. So it had like a roadway through there and trees and a lake and a bridge, and I love that thing. I would roll that thing out on my basement floor, and I had that. You've probably seen it a million times. It's like this um, suitcase thing yep. with a handle and it opens up and yeah, it has like, like a little this car wash and yeah it had the mechanic car wash. shop friend of had, mine had that yeah. yeah and it had an s-shaped 
like uh, ramp sure. that would go down. I think there was like a work garage on there, and it had a and little then elevator. Ring the little bell. Yep, and your car would go up, and it would go down, and you can just go back and forth like yeah. that. And I love that thing. So I would set that up on the edge of my play mat, and I would play with all my Matchbox cars on that play mat. So that. Lots of great memories playing with those, um, especially having that handmade mat from my mother that I played with all the time. And I had so many Matchbox cars, much like yourself, I can think of. I still have them all, too. I have all my original Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars. Um, so I had, like, the Batmobile. I had, like, five or six of the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazzard. Um, I had, I had the, I remember having the Bat Helicopter with the bubble on the front. Yeah, I don't have that one anymore. That somehow has been lost, but I had that one. Um, I had like it was funny. They had like you know remember the '70s vans, the big full size vans. Of course. Of and course. you would have like you know for some reason they sold those with like superheroes on the side of them. So yeah, I had like an incredible I have, hawk. Right. I had that one. I still have that one. I have the I, Superman I do too. van. Yeah. I Superman. And yep, there, I have... there was some now. It, the Superman van I got now doesn't isn't one of them, but there used to be some that you would look through the back window and you could see the character in there. Like it would nah, be... Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, That's it, cool. Yeah, those those are really cool. I, I never got one of those, but I had friends who would have, you know, they'd pop up with one here and there and those were yep, cool. I, I had the Superman one. I remember having the Incredible Hulk one and the Thor one. The Thor one yep. was yellow. The mm -hmm. Superman, I think, was silver. So it is silver. Yeah. Yep. And then the, um, the Incredible Hulk... Was that white with green with a green hawk on the side? I don't remember, but I had those three, and there were so many themed. You know, uh, again, see, I don't even know if those were Matchbox or Hot Wheels. The those like, were Hot the Wheels. Okay. I'm pretty. I, okay. I'm pretty sure those were Hot Wheels, which okay. would lead to your thing about Hot Wheels being a little more silly. I'd say they were more more progressive as far as going after, you know, IPs and and converting them into their toys, blending them. But, if I, but they also started doing silly, silly things like uh, the unrealistic toys, you know, like mm -hmm, futuristic yeah. cars and stuff like that. But. Well, I think I think earlier on when they w were in their earlier years of, of being competitors, I think Matchbox like were very accurate with like scale and stuff like that. Like they were known to be like the ones that were like a realistic. You, it was like to scale exactly. And I think Hot Wheels never focused on that, if I'm not mistaken. So I will look into that maybe and, and that see if that's true. That could be true. I just looked at it that Hot Wheels were cooler, and yeah. Matchbox was some British company, and they sucked. <laughs> Hot Wheels was America, you know. But I like so them I, both. You know, I've got a little side. So I have Hot Wheels slash Matchbox slash Stompers. Do you remember Stompers? Yeah. Now, was that that thing where you stepped on it and it shot them out? No, no, like no. They no. had like a little. Nope. You Stompers. okay? You remember? Okay, go ahead. I got another one, but go for it. Stompers were a a little bit larger than a Matchbox or Hot Wheel, but it took a double A battery, and they had rubber tires, and you put okay. one double A battery in the bottom of it and just turned it on. There was no controlling it or anything, and it just went. But those were, I love those things. I had a whole Stompers case, and I had, like, you know, a whole collection of Stompers. And I absolutely loved them because they were like monster trucks. So you could set up your Hot Wheels, and you can get a Stomper and turn it on and have it roll over top of your, you know, like they did at the car shows, right? They would crush all the other cars. Yeah, I, I so, remember what you're talking about. So you don't yeah. remember Stompers? 
I do. I, I didn't initially, but yeah. Okay, so okay. It took, me a, it took me a second, but yeah, I do remember yep. them. They had a little electric motor in there and the one, the one AA battery and the, the big rubber tires. I think you could take the tires on and off and switch them out sometimes and stuff like that. But I really like those a lot too. So I kind of lumped those in with my Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars. So that's my number two. What were we going to say about well, there's another... Yeah. Now, do you remember the key cars? Uh, maybe. Describe them. Okay. They looked like a Hot Wheel. They were about the same scale as a Hot Wheel or Matchbox. You know, they were, and they were mostly sports cars that I remember, like Corvettes and Camaros mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But they came with a key, and you would take that key and you would stick it in the car in the back of it. It would like it would fat, you know, like it would hook into the back of the car. Hmm. And you'd put it on the ground, and you would squeeze the key, and it would shoot the car out. I think and I it would make that. it go really fast. Yeah, I don't think I, I had, had them. But... I had. I'm pretty sure I had at least one, and uh, it blew my mind because I completely forgot about it. And a couple of years ago, I was on. Uh, I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook or something, but somebody had posted something like, "Remember these?" or something, and. Man, it was like all the nostalgia like <laughs> rushed back. I was like, I cannot believe I forgot. I, I, cause I had a, I had a Corvette, cause you know Corvettes were all the rage in the eighties. Oh 80s. yeah, Corvettes and, and Trans Ams. Yeah. yeah, but I had like a Stingray, and I thought it was the best. Cool. And I remember being so happy when yep. I opened up that present. Or I don't even know if it was like an official present or if it was something my grandmother just bought me when we were at the store, but. It was so cool, and um, mm-hmm. and well, I yeah. immediately went to eBay, started looking through all the listings. And... So outside of your standard Matchbox and Hot Wheels, yeah, I mean, in the 80s and I maybe even into the early 90s, there were so many different types of toy cars. Remember Penny Racers? Yeah. Penny Racers, yeah. Or you, you remember when... Penny in the back, ahead. and you would you would pull yeah. it back, and it would do like tricks or something, right? It would spin around on its yeah. like back tires, and yeah, yeah, those yeah, were yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Penny Racers were awesome. Now yeah. you remember when uh, Hot Wheels they had a thing they were called like uh, crash ups or something. Yes, where yes, I was going to mention recommend yeah. it, and then the little front end would flip, those and it looked cool. like it got into a wreck, and yep. then you would have you would just bend it back, in, you know, like click it back into place, and yeah, it would flip normal around again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it flipped back around, and I remember having a couple of those. And, yeah, me oh, too. Dude, I'd love those things. Or even, they would even start to do things like uh, you. They'd make a convertible where you could take the top off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you would. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were really getting into not just making just the generic car. You know, they yeah. were really branching out on all the different things. That, and and that's that's really one of the reasons why I just prefer the Hot Wheels brand, because uh, yeah, I felt like they were more more kid friendly as far as they really wanted to push the boundaries of just it being a car you know what i mean yeah and then of course you know i don't want to get too much into it because it, it it just goes on and on and on but there it does. there were so <laughs> many so many like race sets you can like oh, like you were yes. just describing with your tracks where you can crash them or you can set up yep. all these elaborate courses they had the ones where you put them in something and step on them and it would shoot forward mm-hmm. they had they had all different types of those you know cars to play with as a kid so um I, I didn't have a lot of that stuff i just had mainly had the regular just cars and some like like you described the crash ones and some penny racers and of course micro machines came a, came a little bit later but yeah. those were like a whole separate toy line i, I kind of felt like that was a separate thing yeah i mean granted they were cars but it was it, it was yeah. a lot of different things but yeah, yeah. that 
I was never really into micro machines. I did appreciate I had some. them though. I had some um, not a ton. Yeah. I think I might have had one, but I think I found it or something. Like some kid must have lost mm, it or something. Yeah. I found it or something when I was at the playground. Um, and it was. I'm pretty sure it, it was like a little Camaro or something. I, I kind of remember it now, but um, yeah. I, I just wasn't that big into it. But it, it was yeah. funny though because there was that guy who talked really fast in the commercials. <laughs> yeah. That was For something sure. that always stuck out. He, micro For machines. Sure. And this is where you insert that in the. In the show. <laughs> of course, of course. More work. But, uh, yeah, we gotta make more work for Duke. The Micro Machine Man here presenting the genuine original, classically collectible, most midget miniature replicas of the real things. Micro Machines. Dramatically detailed, stupendously styled, smaller than enough, this one or this one. And now with a totally terrific town, the new Micro Machine Super City 2-Box playset. Closed, it's a mild matter 2-Box. Open, it's a Micro Machine USA. Cruise your mini Micro Machine vehicles, planes, and posts to the police station, the marina, the mini motorcycle repair shop, the gas station, the construction office, work, the real working drawbridge, highway, passenger wrap, and garage doors. Or take a Micro Machine flying machine in for a landing. Phew, this place has it all. The new Micro Machine Super City 2-Box playset from Galoo. The one and only outrageous original miniatures. Remember, if it doesn't say Micro Machines, it's not the... <laughs> anyway, so we're going to go into a couple of honorable mentions. Before we go to number one, sure. One. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, so a couple honorable mentions for me was uh, WWF action figures. Um, at the okay. time, I, I I had one. I had an Andre the Giant that a friend gave me, um, but I had friends who had them. Now, these weren't the, the – I think the better line is the Hasbro line because they had um, – well, they were better looking. They were more realistic looking, but this was the original LJN line. They were really big. And uh -huh, um, yeah. that was that was something that I had at the time. Uh, like I said, I only had one, but it was something other kids had, and, and it's one of those toys that I liked. Um, E.T. I had a. After seeing the movie, my mom bought me uh, an E.T. It came with a little briefcase. I mean, it was small. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like a small E.T. But it wasn't the smallest. It was like the next size up. But anyways, it came with like a the little thing that he used to call home, uh -huh, you know, phone yeah. home. Uh, got like a briefcase with the record. It was not a briefcase. It was like the record player, I guess. But I don't know. It looked like a briefcase the way it was. But uh, had that. That was another favorite toy because that I incorporated with my other toys because he'd be like the alien. Or maybe he'd be E.T. <laughs> right. e. Sometimes E.T. came to visit Star Wars figures or G.I. <laughs> yeah. Joes or whatever. Um, Tonka trucks. That was something. That, that was definitely really early on. I mean, I was getting Tonka trucks before I even remembered getting them. I was just like, all of a sudden, I had Tonka trucks. You know, one day it's like, oh yeah, those are those trucks I have. But uh, those were like early Christmas presents Absolutely, and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, what I ended up eventually doing to those Tonka trucks was knocking out the windows because my GI Joes and my Star Wars figures could fit into the seats and they would have vehicles. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but Tonka yeah. trucks are really fun, man. Uh, Mask was another great toy line uh -huh, that uh -huh. uh, I had a couple of those figures. Um, that really should have made this list as far as if I would have probably that was that was I was going between that and the He-Man. I actually had more Mask figures than He-Man, but it just the He-Man just I don't know it meant more to me. But mm -hmm. I really I really did enjoy the Mask figures. What would have really put the Mask figures over the top for me if they would have been bigger? And I understand why they weren't because the way mm -hmm. the toys were made yeah and they were trying to keep the vehicle smaller which years later i can appreciate they were kind of their own thing yeah. but you know it was like these weird you know like dwarfs or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> right. compared to my other figures yeah. it's like i mean about the size of yoda you know what i mean yeah. but, <laughs> right. so that was weird and then the last uh one i'll mention well i'll give a couple other things but actually the ones i owned um super cliffhangers uh it, it wasn't um 
wasn't a toy per se, but it was a racetrack, you know, like a you'd put together and you'd play. Mm-hmm. I, that was a big, fav- a real favorite Christmas present my grandmother or my grandparents. I, I say mother, but I should actually say my grandparents. Mm-hmm. My grandmother's the one that did the shopping. But right. uh, they bought me one of those, and uh, that was fun because I would take the figures, you know, or take toys and put them on the track, and then I would use the racetrack to knock them off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, it was powered. Um, but there's some other ones that would have made the list. I just, I never owned them, so I'll just go ahead and leave that list in case they're on your honorable mentions. Okay. All right. And uh, so then my number one is Star Wars figures. Um, okay. Yeah. I think that was my first love of, like, true love of a toy. Um, I remember we moved into this new neighborhood, and uh, I immediately made friends with, like, this little group of kids. And uh, they all had Star Wars figures. But kind of the way, at least in this neighborhood, the way the, the game, you know, the way the way they would play is, you know, you, they would just throw all the figures into a pile, and then you would choose. Mm-hmm. And you didn't want to be the one to choose last, or you'd be stuck with Princess Leia or something, right? <laughs> right. Or, you know what I mean? Or if you were the kid, right. the low man on the totem pole would get Princess Leia, um, or Snaggletooth or something, you know what I mean? Right. But, um, but yeah, I went over there, and they welcomed me into their little group, and they were getting ready to play Star Wars figures, and I had never seen them before. And and I had, I at that point, I hadn't even seen the movie. I mean, obviously, I'd seen like commercials and stuff on TV, mm-hmm. but it just, um, I, I didn't remember. You know what? I take that back. I definitely knew of them, but I just hadn't seen any in person. Um, okay. Like none of the kids in the neighborhood that I came from had any Star Wars figures, but right. I did remember seeing them on TV. Cause you know, I'm really thinking about it but anyway it was the it was just so much fun um basically you know i immediately threw those down on the christmas wish list and um <laughs> and I, I ended up getting a few of my own pretty quickly and um you know some of my favorites were obviously you know luke skywalker and han solo and um i even ended up getting a princess like my grandmother she was very inclusive when it came well my parents too <laughs> they bought me some and she they didn't have no issues on buying a, a girl toy, I guess you. I mean, even though it wasn't really, but you know, it's just one of the action figures. But she'd go there and sure. just buy five of them or whatever. And if one of them happened to be Princess Leia, that's what you got. I and had a Princess Leia. No shame in that. I don't sure. think there is either. I'm just saying it's just uh, yeah. it's it's weird well, how you know things were things were uptight, but. <laughs> They were. You know what I mean? It was kind of uptight to have it, but Absolutely. you know the the little guilty pleasure is every little kid wanted a Princess Leia too because <laughs> right. it was part of the story. You know what I mean? Right, right. How are you going to rescue the princess if you don't have it? Exactly. You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's just something that always be high up on uh, you know the good memories from childhood was playing with that and, and you know uh, Boba Fett and Yoda and Luke Skywalker always be. You know, big big number one. You know, in my heart, as far as childhood toys, and uh, just the whole line. I mean, eventually getting the Millennium Falcon, and I got a Tie Fighter, and and yeah. I faintly remember getting an X Wing. I just don't remember how I got it. I don't know if it was a present or I got off another kid, but hmm. it was definitely the the toys that that really mattered the most to me for the longest period at mm-hmm. at that time. You know. Yep. And even though I think G.I. Joe was probably a better line as far as the little bells and whistles and the extra, um, I'll still go with Star Wars anytime over them. Yep, you can't go wrong with Star Wars. I mean, I if I thought about this list in a different way, 
Star Wars might have been my way up higher or number one, but you know, I, I see what you're saying because Star Wars is so sentimental to me and was su such a huge part of my childhood, just Star Wars in general, that I kind of, you know, I can see how that toy line would have been a little higher, could have been a little higher on my list, but hey. it's not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> because well, mine, are, well, I guess I'll do my honorable mentions. You got to do your honorable first. mentions first. Yeah. Don't skip Honorable that. mentions. I also had Mask on there. It didn't make my list because I only had one or two. Um, I know I at least had one because I showed it on my on the vinyl show the other the other week, which is my Gator. Um, I had that as a kid, and I love that toy. It's the boat, the orange Jeep that shoots the boat out of it. Yeah, that's and cool. And I think I might have had the green. Was it like a helicopter and motorcycle? Yeah, more, and I definitely had that one too. I think. Matter of fact, that. I I think I still have the little pilot dude right here. Okay, that's cool. I don't know if it, I'm pretty sure it wasn't mine, but I, this was the one that I had. I think this was the guy that drove that little yeah. helicopter. It was a motorcycle that turned into a helicopter. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was a great, great cartoon and a great toy line, but it just didn't have the impact. It didn't last that long. Yeah. I think it was only one season uh, cartoon. Yeah, and it was such a great cartoon. It too. was. It was, it was really such cool. a waste. A waste of a, 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 a good. And it was such a like a refreshing new kind of property too. Yeah, yeah. You and the toys I mean? are great. I, I like how the toys are smaller. They look they look great. And the, the characters had good articulation. The 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 masks always fit real well, nice and snug over their heads. Well, I really feel like their articulation was a similar to Star Wars. I don't think it really oh, changed it? much. Yeah, their knees no. don't Oh I yeah, you know what? You're right. Bend. The knees do bend. The arms yeah. don't. I'm looking at him right now. His knees That's do true. bend. Yeah, but no, you're bend, right but... though. There is, they do have that extra point of articulation. Their knees mm -hmm. bend, but everything else is the same. They just, they just look great, and they're they the do. toys are all fun to play with. Um, they all had like two features, like one was, it was a combination vehicle kind of thing. Uh, like the, I think the classic one is the the car, the orange car that had the doors that flung up like wings. Yep, I think that was um, the main hero's car. Wasn't I it? think it was. Yeah, yeah. So and then the bad I mean, guy had like a diesel truck, I think, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So it didn't make my list because it just didn't have the impact, but it's a great toy. Then I, I also had Tonka trucks on my list. Um, again, like you said early on, as a very young kid, I had a lot of the big metal Tonka trucks. I had a Jeep. I think it had some construction vehicles. Um, I think a big truck, and they were they were huge. You know, if I remember right, they were big, and they were always like made out of metal. So they were really fun to go outside and play with because they had a lot of weight to them. And you can fling them down a hill and they could jump a ramp or something like that. So, yeah, I had a lot of Tonka trucks as a kid, too. And the only, only other thing I'll mention on my honorable mentions list is it didn't have laser tag, but I had Photon. You know what that is? <laughs> was that it was the a knockoff laser tag? Well, sort of. They actually came out first, but they weren't as popular as laser tag. So, the photon, my parents, I think I probably said a similar, mentioned this in a similar fashion earlier, but when I wanted something, when I circled something in the Sears catalog for Christmas, I always got the lesser version of it. Um, so, I also have a, a RC car on my list, and I think I circled a very specific one, and then I got the Radio Shack that looked almost like it, you know. So I think I won at laser tag, but they got me the photon because they were probably cheaper. So it was just two, it came in a set. It was two black guns. 
and it, it didn't have the cool helmet and the thing you strapped on your chest. You had to shoot the other gun, which was kind of lame. But in my mind as a kid, it was the coolest thing in the world to go out there in the backyard. And in my imagination, I know you couldn't see it, but I was shooting lasers, you know, out of a gun. And it was just like the coolest thing in the world to play like tag with a set of photon guns. So that was the last item on my honorable mentions list. Those are good mentions. So you don't, you've never heard of Photon? I probably, I mean, Laser Tag was the brand that kind yeah. of stole the show. They had but... the Laser Tag had the really cool. They were well, they kind, much... they even had like those hats that looked a little bit yeah. like they were from the set of uh, V. Yes, yes, they did, and they, they kind of looked like that, right? Those little the uniforms. guns looked awesome. The guns were really cool looking. They had great sound effects about them. Uh, the commercials, remember the one with the the kids on the skateboard ramp and they're like playing laser tag, flicking up in the air and everything. It was uh-huh. like the coolest commercial yeah. in the world. Right, and it never would work that way, but no, <laughs> it no. was cool. But man, it was cool. And Photon was like the generic. I mean, it really wasn't, but it was kind of like the generic version. They yeah, were really you know popular, what? so they were. I, I'm cheaper. sure you still loved it. Obviously, I did. it almost made your list. I did. Um, so they were really just again being the sci-fi geek that I am. The notion of having a laser gun that was literally in my head shooting an invisible laser at my little brother, I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So, really cool toy. But my number one is I'm sure you know what it is. I think so. Transformers yeah. slash GoBots. And you know so, what's funny is I just wrote that on my piece of paper. Like so I was trying to, I wanted to guess what you had. I didn't want to that, read it though, but it says Transformers. That didn't make your list at all. That's surprising. See, you, you I didn't have them any, at all. I, no, I loved them. I never, oh, okay. I just never, I never got any of them. Ah, I mean, I, I had friends who had them. I played with them. I just, I never got any. And it was just like, there was just always something else. When, uh, when they were big, I really wanted a bike or I wanted a skateboard, you know? Yeah. It's just somehow I well, didn't get any, but I loved them. I, I used to I, watch both shows every day. Yeah. Yeah. I was just absolutely enamored with robots of any kind. I love robots. I love, you know, science fiction, as I mentioned a couple times. And with even my interest today, I'm very kinetic. I love, I'm an electrician. I like fixing things, I like tearing things apart and trying to figure out how they work. And to have a toy that was like a puzzle that would go from a robot to a vehicle, I mean, in my mind, you just couldn't get any better. It was just like the perfect toy for me. Because I love, I love vehicles and I loved robots. And the especially the Transformers franchise with the great cartoon, with the great characters... And uh, just it just really hit the nail on the head for me. And I just loved, I was absolutely obsessed with Transformers as a kid. I loved the cartoons. I loved the toys. I had quite a few of them. Uh, off the top of my head, I know I had um, Ratchet. I had uh, Mirage. I never had Optimus Prime. Always wanted Optimus Prime, but never got That was always was the hard expensive. one to get. Yeah, That was the one was where expensive. people were fist fighting in the aisles for it. <laughs> I remember having Rodimus Prime... Uh, or actually, Hot Rod. I'll say not not Rodimus Prime. Hot Rod. Um, you know Soundwave. what? Now that I think about it, I think I did have Hot Rod. Okay, yeah, he's a great one. He's yeah, great one. yeah, I do think I did actually get one. I did get Hot Rod. That was one that was because he he's the one that took over. Uh, no, was that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that he was the turned guy that into Rodimus over. Prime. Yes, right. He turned it. Well, then I had Rodimus Prime. Then. Yeah, I had Hot Rod, which is the other the 
version of him before he turned into Rob. Yeah, Stark. I, I had it because uh, yeah, I you know I did get one. It was late though, but it just yeah. it just wasn't big enough. I, I was trying to really go by the ones that had the most impact as far as playing. Yeah, but uh, I did actually have Rodimus Prime. But they were great. Dude. I loved them yeah. all. Yeah, I I just love I, I to this day I still will watch a Transformers cartoon from time to time. Um, you know, there's something about especially Optimus Prime. You know, I was very attached to that fatherly leadership kind of commanding character. Um, he just really, you know, just kind of uh, it sounds silly, but as a kid, I just kind of looked up to him. Um, and it, you know, uh, what's his name? The guy that does his voice. Um, his name is escaping me at the moment. I, I can't think but, of it, um, but I know what you mean. He's a fantastic voice actor, and um, he just did such a good job. And he put a lot of his own, I think, heart and ideas into that character of Optimus Prime that I think a lot of little kids from that era really gravitated towards, And which is why it was such a shame that he died in the in the movie. But that's a whole other yeah, topic. Yeah, so weird, right? But just a fantastic toy line. The, the toys were very well designed. Uh, again, they're like puzzles. They go from robot to a vehicle. And all the characters and the cartoons and the whole thing was just great. I just absolutely loved them. And the GoBots, you can't dismiss them. I had tons of no. GoBots as a kid. The cartoon I mean, were, wasn't they, nearly as good. They were definitely the cheaper version. Yeah. I mean, in was, all ways. They were cheaperly yeah. made. They were cheap. They cost less. The cartoon wasn't as good. Yes. But, man, I, we didn't care, though. We still... Obviously, t- Transformers was the top shelf. But... Yeah. You know, like the way they came on TV in my area, I could watch GoBots like at two thirty or three mm-hmm. o'clock, and Transformers came on at four, so it didn't right. interrupt with anything. You know, it right, didn't interfere. Right. What I mean to say, like I could watch them both. It, I didn't have to choose, um, but I did have friends that had um, what was that main bad guy? He was a motorcycle. Was it Cyclone? Cyclone. There you go, Cyclone. Yeah. I had a friend who had Cyclone. It was still pretty yeah. cool. But uh, it wasn't as cool as the Transformers, though. Well, I had a lot of GoBots because they were typically cheaper because they were yep, all small. For sure. They did have some Super GoBots, but I think I had one of those. But um, I wasn't into those. I just had all the regular GoBots. And um, I think I mentioned this either on the podcast or somewhere before that the um, the GoBot um, Screwhead was the very first toy I ever bought with my own money. And I have a vivid memory of going to Toys R Us and going in line by myself with that little, you know, uh, toy and, and with my own money and handing over the couple dollar bills and buying it buying it all by myself. So that's kind of a memory that I have as well. But um, I, I love the GoBots. I had about probably, I don't know, 10 of them or so. But uh, I was really, obviously, with the, the Transformers cartoon and all the other uh, franchise elements, um, I really was a super fan of the Transformers. Oh, for so. sure. That is my number one childhood toy of all time, at least on this list for this night, is Transformers and GoBots. It's a good list, man. I mean, I wish I could have put Transformers on my list, but I had to be honest with what I had. Hey, I mean, uh, marbles are cool. I get it. (laughs) It was just a bigger (laughs) part, man. You don't think I'd rather have a whole bunch of Transformers? Uh, You know, know. hey, I couldn't play kids for Transformers on the screen. That's why these... That's why these lists are cool. They're they're yeah. sentimental. They're personal. And uh, again, like I even said in my within my own list, I have toys that I know are better, but I put toys that are more important to me, you know, higher yep. on the list because of that reason. For sure. So, very understandable. Right All on. right. So 
We are ready to play a game here. We're ready to play a game here. So I got my little pencil and paper to keep score. And uh, do you want me to ask the first question? So again, we're gonna, just to go over again, we're going to try to stump each other with um, naming a particular movie or a song or something that came out during our childhood, and the other has to guess the release year. And you get a point for every year past the actual year, and the points are bad. Whoever gets the most points loses. So that's the game. Okay, so... When you say comes out during our childhood, are we saying when it started in our childhood? Like, I mean, it it had to have, let's say, between, we'll just, we'll overlap here, like 70 and like 95 or something? Or would this be stuff that some of these, you know, these toys were big in our childhood? Like, I yeah, want to be specific ma- about it. It doesn't okay. matter. It, anything. And any, it, whatever you picked, I'm sure is fine. Anything that was in our childhood. Yes, that for we sure. remember. It, it I mean, that's been... what I say. I'm not going to come at you with like, uh, you know, some property that just came out two years ago. You know, like when did right, Infinity right. War? Uh, but okay, we'll we'll use that as an example, right? So mm-hmm. just just to get the game rules out there, if I said, and I don't, I can't even remember the exact year, but let's say it was 2017. If I say, what year did Infinity War come out? Was it 2010? Was it 2015, 17, or 19? Mm-hmm. And you said 2010. That means you would have lost seven points because you'd have been seven years off. Yes, exactly. Okay, or you would have had seven points. I would get, I would get seven. Points you would get seven bad. points, and we're, <laughs> we're we're doing this like golf. You're trying yes, to have the yes. lowest amount of strokes. Exactly right. Okay, so who's going first? Go ahead. You can ask first. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with the hardest one first. Oh, and one other thing I want to add. If yeah. I already, if he asks me a question that's already on my list, we will just skip it out of fairness. We're we're on the honor system here. We both yeah, have we, lists written up. Let's say he says something that I know is on my list, and I'll know right. the answer. I'm gonna say you know skip, and then we'll right. go to the next. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And we each have a, a backlog of of extra questions uh, for that very reason. So we shouldn't have any many problems. We'll see. Okay. So for the hardest one of all, okay. I'm gonna hit you with that one first. Okay. Chris, what year was The Empire Strikes Back released <laughs> into theaters? <laughs> <sighs> 1980, okay, 1981, right. 1982, or 1983? Right. Well, I can. Okay, I know it's not 1983. So it now it comes down to if it's 80, 81, or 82. And I feel like we've guessed every year and got it wrong. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say 1980. You are correct. All right. Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. Um, okay. So you get zero points zero for points. that. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So I and now another thing. It, it's it's not just going to be TV. We're going toys. We're going anything. Yep. A, anything that could have came out during you know our yep. lifetime and mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Yep. So yep. Uh, what year did the TV show The Facts of Life come out? Oh, was it okay? Nineteen was it nineteen seventy nine? Was it nineteen eighty two? Was it nineteen eighty three or nineteen eighty four? I'm. It's either going to be seventy nine or eighty two in my head. Uh, it's either I'm going to pick between those two. I'm going to say. I'm going to say seventy nine. You're correct. Nineteen seventy nine. I. You know what? made me think that is I remember them wearing bell bottoms 
on some of those episodes and bell bottoms was a 70s thing (laughs) i'm going to be honest i was surprised uh if you would have asked me this question and you would have threw 1980 or 81 in there i would have probably leaned towards 80 or 81 Mm. because i was close it came on after um it came on after different strokes you know, because mm-hmm. it was a spinoff, so I wasn't right, quite right. sure about that. So, all right, zero to zero. All right. Okay. When did Madonna release her hit single, Like a Virgin? 1982? Okay, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to skip that one. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Exactly. It's 1984. <laughs> so It is. How in the world that. did we both pick Like a Virgin? Because we're thinking of big things that, that happen, so we're skipping okay. like a virgin. Go ahead, next question. I I need to go to my. Okay, I'll just go to the next one then. I guess. Yeah, and okay. then if we we can figure out the backup part later, so just go ahead, go to the next question. When were GoBots released on store shelves? 1982, 1983, I'm going to say 1984. Bingo. You got it. Yep. Good job. Thank you. So a real quick little tidbit. I I think a lot of people know this by now, but GoBots came out before Transformers. Did you know that? I I did know that. um, Just a couple of months, but they came out first. Yeah, I did know that. But it's um, it's still a tough question, though, because... uh, Yeah. You know, when you think about when it had the impact on you, it wasn't 84 for me. Or it, it probably was. I just don't remember it being mm-hmm. 84. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels more like an 85 show to me. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I had to go with my instinct on that one. Good job. <clears throat> Good job. Okay. So what year did Disneyland Euro opened? Okay. So the European version of Disneyland. This was kind of oh, a big gosh. thing. And, all right. So was it 1986? 1992, 1994, or 1999? 86, 92, 94, or 99? Yes. I don't even know what this is. Um, Disney well, it's, World it's Euro? It's a European... They made a Disneyland in, in Europe. It was a big deal when it came out, and then it failed miserably. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess here. G- give me the years one more time. Okay, 92, or I'm sorry, 80, I'll go into chronological. Okay. 86, 92, 94, 99. I'm going to pick 86. You would be incorrect. It was <sighs> 1992. Dang, it. <laughs> I was just taking a wild guess because I wasn't familiar with this uh, uh-huh. at all. Well, now, and now you know how the game's played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good question because you stumped me on that one. Yep, so it looks like okay. you're negative six. Or you're plus six. You're six, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. You're correct. That's a good one. I was, oh, man. Yeah, okay. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking Thunder, this game so far. Thundercats cartoon was skip. released in 82, You got to skip it. Oh, my gosh, are you serious? 1985. Yeah, Sorry. Oh, my. That's, man. Okay. Let me skip it then. New Coke. Okay, New Coke. Go for it. New Coke came out in 85, 86, 87, or 88. New Coke. Okay, I know. It coincided with Max Hedrum, so it's 85, 
86, mm-hmm. 87, or 88, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta think. Let me see. How old was I? I think I was in... Man, I'm glad we don't have a buzzer on this one. I'm making this harder than <laughs> it needs to be. So, you know, uh, oh, I shouldn't even tell you this. I got a strategy here. Never mind. I'll, I'll tell you my strategy at the end. Okay. I'm, I'm, I want to hear it. You're going to hear it. Because if you don't know, <laughs> you have to have a backup strategy. Does it involve Google? No. Oh, no. Listen, <laughs> we're on the honor system here. I promise of you course. that. I'll, I of will course. not cheat. I'd I'm just lose. teasing. No, I know. Yeah. No, I just uh, the process of elimination thing kind of deal. 85, 86. I'm going to go, because uh, it was such a weird year. I'm going to go 86. 85. Okay. 85. Okay, so. Yeah, that's not bad. You got one point for that. Uh-huh. Now, Good think job. about it. You, I think you can figure out my strategy if uh, you really tried. Hmm. I cannot. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I got one. You got six. Okay, All right, your ne- turn. Next one. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I'll follow you up with a a soda. What year did Mandarin Orange Slice come out? Now, you remember the slices? They made a big thing. They made a big splash. They'd have all the different flavors. Mandarin Orange seems to be the one that resonated the most. You familiar with Mandarin Orange Slice? Yeah, vaguely. I never Cherry I Cola I Slice was another big one. I don't know. Okay. I just remember those commercials a lot. Anyway, okay. it doesn't matter. We're still guessing here. Okay. All right. Okay. 1977, 1987, or 1988? I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say... That was later, I think. Okay. I'm going to say 88. You're cur- incorrect. It oh, was 1986. So we got two points for that. Two more points. Hey, go on it. Yeah, I wasn't... Uh, I- that didn't stick out to me. I remember that. You don't vaguely, remember the but... mandarin orange slice and cherry cola slice? They used to play those commercials constantly in around, well, 1986. Get the orange soft drink with 10% juice. Mandarin orange slice. We got the juice. We got the blast. We got the taste that no one has. We got the juice. Orange slice. And for cola lovers, cherry cola slice with 10% juice. We got the I'm surprised this doesn't stand out now. Man, my grandmother know. used to stock the fridge with those. And even my dad got in on the game. It was, it was like, it felt like a new soda, that cherry if cola I slice. If I like, saw so the commercial, good. I probably would be like, oh, yeah, but no, I don't. Doesn't uh, really maybe I'll about. find a way to put it on the yeah. On, yeah, on the thing. Go ahead. Okay. When was the never-ending story film released? 83, 84, 85, or 86? I'm going to go 86. 84. Man, so I lost two, two points, points for that. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'm gaining on you. Barely, marginally. <laughs> Slow down there, dude. All right. <laughs> it's just <laughs> gaining. Okay. So, when did the Cadbury egg come out? Remember the Cadbury egg? I do. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Was it in. 1969 was it in 1971 was it in 1981 or was it in 1982 and you made this hard hmm with your year choices i'm gonna say i'll tell you why (laughs) it's good it's it's smart of you to do it that way Uh because it's it's really throwing me off um 
Because I don't know. And if I, you I mean, swing I, and miss, you're going to miss hard. I, <laughs> you stinker. Yeah, you did. That was smart of you. Because um, this could have been something that was out and I just didn't know about it, you know, back when, before I was born. Could oh have my been. gosh. Give me the years again. Okay, 69, 69. 70, right, 1969, uh -huh. 1971, uh -huh. 1981, or 1982. Mm -hmm. Dang, boy, I, I'm going to have to say, I guess my safest guess is going to be, I'm going to say 71. Ah, man, you got it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> Woo! Dodged a bullet or a cannon fire on that one. Yeah, because if you would have guessed 81 or 82, you're in a big hole. That's funny. I didn't do it that way. That's well, that's very clever, Chris. I give you credit. <laughs> hey, I'm, I like to play games, Duke. You, you are competitive, too, I see. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, buddy. Okay, so I've fallen and I can't get up. You remember that commercial? Of course. That's a great question. I've fallen. And I can't get up. Came out as a big pop culture phenomenon. It was on T-shirts. It was a big joke. Uh, now they call it a meme, but yep. it was just something funny back then. Um, did it come out? Was that commercial released in 1986, 1987, 1988, or 1989? <sighs> See, now I feel like I know this. I'm gonna have. I was gonna be a guess, and I'll, I'll try to do an educated one. I remember seeing that a lot when I was at my grandparents' house because they were trying to uh, push out that medic alert bracelet. Mm -hmm. Yep. They were trying to scare old people <laughs> into applying to the service because they were going to scare them. Like, what if you fall and you're by yourself? You need to call somebody. So my options were what? 86, 87, 88, 89? Was that yep. it? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna go 87. I'm gonna go right in the middle. 89. 89. Oh, that was the worst. Two I points. Did 88. <laughs> I went the wrong middle. All right. <laughs> the wrong middle. Okay. All right. What year did McDonald's chicken nuggets come out? Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. What am I? Yep. What are my years? I'm, I'm gonna give them to you right now. Okay. Was it 1977? Mm -hmm. Was it 1981? Was mm -hmm. it 1983? Or was okay. it 1985? Okay. Beans, I remember when they came out. I'm going to say it definitely wasn't 77. Um, now, could I have remembered that early 81? Let me think about this. Uh, I'm going to say 81. You're going to say 81? Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> Do I get no? <laughs> no, you're yes. right. It's good. You did good. Good job. 81 was the right oh, Yes, yes. My powers of deduction are working. Okay, and you got it. Okay, what's updated score here? What do we got? Okay, I've got seven points. Uh -huh. uh, no, I'm sorry. I got eight points, a six and a two, and you've got uh, five points, two, two, and one. Well, I'm completely destroying you. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you're winning. You are winning. All right, go so, ahead. Okay. The miniseries V, remember that? Yep. Was released in 1982, 1983, 1984, or 
Now this is the original right. miniseries. Original, um, original miniseries. Yeah. It was a two-part miniseries. I'm leaning between 83 and 84. Um, okay. I feel like 82 was too early, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was 82. Um, 85 seems too late. I think that was when the second version of because there was two there was a there was the mini series and then there was the series. Well, actually, there was the mini series. Right. There was and a then there second was the final battle. Right. The, the final the battle. Final and then there was a television. And then there was series. an actual yeah. series. Right. Yeah. Yep. And they were all lumped in in the 80s. Yep. And then there was actually a later one in the 2000s called V, and it loved that yeah. show. Yeah. I loved it. And then oh, was it good? Yeah, it was really good. It just didn't. Oh. I mean, it, was, it lasted like maybe two or three seasons, and yeah. they canceled it. Uh, I would say it was what eighty-two, three, four, five. Was that the options? Yep, yep. I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and go eighty-two. Ah, eighty-three. Eighty-three, and that was my One original guess. Damn it! All right. That's yeah, V the final guess. battle. V the final battle came out in eighty-four. The following year. Right, but 80, 83 was the original miniseries. And then what? Uh, then uh, you remember when the regular series came out? Was it like eighty six or eighty seven? Something. It like was that? probably later on in eighty four, I think, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, yeah, because they were really capitalizing on it. All right, so yeah. I, I lost a, I gained a point there. Side note: I had the V action figure, which was a big, like a larger, like a Barbie doll sized figure with the uh, the rubber face came off and it was a lizard face underneath and you could push a button and his tongue would shoot out. You remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I had that. Pretty cool. That was, I love that, that was cool. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right, let's let's get into the weeds here. Okay, what year did the cereal Cookie Crisp come out? All right. Cookie Crisp. Exactly. Now was it 1977? Was it 1982? Was it 1983? Or was it 1988? Okay. I don't think it was a 70s thing. I think that kind of stuff started in the early 80s. That kind of character-driven serial thing. I'm going to say 82. You are incorrect. It's 1977. <gasps> oh, no. Are you kidding me? I'm correct. 100%. So I got five so, points for that? You're going to add five points to that. Oh, man. Boy, that's almost a coup de gras, man. I think if you want to wave the towel, you can, man. 77? I, I never would have guessed it was a 70s thing. Yep. Late 70s, but yeah. Still ah. 70s nonetheless. And I thought you're that maybe that my... 77 would throw you off because Star Wars, you know, like, it didn't come out when Star Wars came out, but it did. Yeah, you got me, man. Uh, got you good. Well... The most you could ever, the most points you could ever get from any of my questions are going to be three points because they're all. <laughs> I'm sorry you structured your things like that, dude. Uh, that was dumb. I mean, I knew that I, I had the freedom to do whatever I wanted. I just decided. The, my thought process when I came up with that idea was like, well, I mean, this guy, he's going to guess within four years anyway. That's why. And I, and, and when we talked about it, and you yep. said that, I remember thinking. Not in my game, you're not, because I'm going to spread the years out. I want to get you with a big dog. All I got to do is make you swing and miss one time on a 10-year yep. question, and you're That's done. That's hysterical. Yeah. You're killing me, man. You're killing me, Smalls. Yep. Okay. So where am I here? Okay. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids Series 1. Was that 83, 84, 85, or 86? 
<laughs> I'll say. Oh, you know what? Five. I'm sorry. Was it oh. 62? <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say 85. Bingo. You got it. Yeah, I was a big Garbage Bell Kid collector. Yeah. I didn't know that for a fact, but I, I just thought about the year I started collecting them, and it had to be 85. I wouldn't have been shocked if it was 84, but I knew it was in 86, so 85 was the year. You got it. All right. That's a zero. <clears throat> yep. Okay. So what year did MTV launch? Okay. Okay. W okay. Was it 1979? Was it 1980? Was it 1981 or was it 1983? Okay. Let me think about this. 83, I was, let's see, I was uh, eight. Hmm. I think it was, I remember, I remember when it, when it launched. So I had to have been, 81 would have been too, I'm going to say 83. You were incorrect. It was oh 1981. <sighs> okay. So, dang, I was six years old when that came out? Yeah, so weird. Because I remember, like, the first video I remember seeing was Thriller. Or at least oh, that's yeah. what was in my mind, but it couldn't have been because I remember really... I don't know. Yeah, it must have been. I mean, I guess we didn't get it for a couple years. Our neighbor... We had a shady neighbor. Uh, my dad was outside talking to him one night, and he asked him if he had cable. And my dad's like, "No, we don't. We you know we can't afford it." Yeah. And uh, so he's like, "Well, hold on." And he went and he kicked a box that there was like a. They used to have like these. I don't know. They just kind of stuck out of the ground, right? I guess mm -hmm. you know, the wires when it came out, and they just stuck a like a metal thing on it. Well, he went and kicked it a couple times, and he popped it up, and he screwed it in, and we had cable. Oh my and it, my and he, dad turned on the TV and it was right on MTV and we started watching it and we watched oh that was one gosh. thing it was cool to bond with the mom because he was always in the music and uh -huh. he was in the current music too he wasn't you know like mm -hmm. he totally loved the Beatles and the classic rock from the 70s 60s and all that but he liked 80s music as well so um we sat there and watched we watched that and then he clicked it over and we watched Black Beauty and I was like, oh man, it was, <laughs> and it just started too. We had a, it was, I guess we must have had HBO or something. Um, it didn't last forever because eventually the cable company got wise to it, and then they locked the cable, the box down. But we had it for, that's, uh, that's I think funny. maybe a year or two years. We had it. it was pretty See, cool. I never had it until way, way later. But my uncle had it, and he would send us VCR tapes with just a bunch of MTV taped on there. So I'd watch it on VCR. Oh, I wish you still had those. Oh, I know. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? That'd but my so earliest cool. memories are like hearing like um like uh what's that uh, Palmer what the what remember yeah, that Yeah, Sledgehammer. Video? Yeah, Sledgehammer. That was another and big want, video too. I oh, want yeah. my MTV, remember that video? Yep. Well, then they, um, yeah, the Dire Straits. But yeah, Dire Straits, yeah. Or was it Minute Work? I forget. No. I think it was yeah, Minute dire Work. Straits, yeah. Was it Dire Straits? Yeah. And then uh then they'd always have those wacky commercials where, you know, just the uh, MTV commercials where people are, mm -hmm. you know, wanting their MTV, or they had that mm -hmm. uh, that the spaceman jumping on the moon, yeah. you know, the yeah. astronaut yeah. jumping on the moon, planting the MTV flag. That was really cool and iconic. But uh, don't forget to add those points, though. Let's oh, they're, they're there. <laughs> their two let's, points let's, are there. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not forget that. Uh, All right, I didn't forget. Okay, um, so where was I here? Oh, those are my. 
So we did Garbage Pail Kids. Okay, the Spider-Man live-action show. A short-lived live-action Marvel show, Spider-Man. Was it 77, 78, 79, or 80? <sighs> 77, 80. Um, I did watch the Spider-Man show. Um, that, that I still uh, dug that Spider-Man theme. was pretty cool. Heck yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think they incorporated it in one of the movies too. Like at the I end think they or did. Something. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, uh, Spider Man seventy seven. So it was 77, 78, 79, or eighty, right? Yep, yep. Uh, I'm just gonna go right in the middle because I get now. I'm gonna play the numbers game on you. This is gonna be my strategy when I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do the. I can't do the ends because that'd be the worst loss. So I'm gonna go ahead and go right at seventy eight. It was 77, so See, you got one point. lose one point. And I was thinking 77, but now, you know, I just got to wait you out. I got a pretty good lead on you. What's <laughs> you that sure lead do. again? What's that lead again, dude? I've got six, seven, eight. I got 15. Mm. And you've got two, four, five, six, seven. Jeez, it was you're wow, destroying me. dude. God, yeah, you're, you're playing this smart, and I'm not. <laughs> All right, I got another <laughs> one for you. Okay. okay. So what year did CDs come out? Okay. okay. All right. I think you I can probably the, get this one. The Go actual ahead. CD. All right. So did it come out in 78, 79, 85, or 1990? Okay. Now, are you saying, are you asking, <laughs> are you asking when they became, when, like when, when the did actual... the, when did the compact disc, when was the compact disc created? But like for mass production or no just when it was created we're going by the birth of everything here i, I can't distinct between when it was <laughs> made and when it was mass produced there's different markets duke we're just saying okay. when gonna, was the cd made i'm gonna play this numbers game thing you do because i i know when it was like popular i would say like 90 but i don't know it had to have been earlier than that it's conception because okay. um, I didn't have CDs until you know in the 90s, right? But it, I'm not gonna. It can't be 90. So I'm gonna go with. This is like a trick question. I can tell. I'm gonna say 85. And you're gonna be wrong. It's oh. 1979. I almost said 79. I know it, and I can feel you leaning towards it. Oh man, Duke, you six almost had it. Points. Add six more I points. Almost said seventy nine, but I thought you almost. And no... I was, I was gonna be so happy for you, man. <laughs> you were so close. I knew it. I could see the wheels turning. Uh -huh. and you knew I was setting you up too. And you know uh -huh. what? The last second, I I added that seventy eight and got rid of an eighty six because I felt like that seventy nine would have stood out too much. Yeah, you threw me <laughs> was... off. Yeah. Nice work. Nice work. Okay. The Pac-Man cartoon. I love that cartoon. 1980, 1981, 1982, 1983. Uh, you know, I could this would be the biggest swing if I go the... Well, it's not going to be that big, but... I'm going to go ahead and go 83. That's when I think it came out. 
82. 82. Okay. One little measly point for you. One measly point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what year did the Slinky come out? You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Was it 1943? Was it 1959? Was it 1974? Or was it 1981? You're a stinker. You know that? Um, <laughs> I know it was. I know it was an earlier toy concept. Um, I don't know about the 40s though. No, nah, it could not be the. I guess it could be knowing you. Um, I didn't make it. What do you mean, knowing me? <laughs> it was just a big... You can't say you, we didn't have a slinky in the 80s. I mean, it yeah, had Yeah, but to. you could say, well, some guy was playing with a spring in the 40s, and that was actually the original slinky. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I would never do nothing to you, Duke. Um, I'm going to say 59. It was 1943, and that's when oh it was... Oh, my gosh. ...made as a toy. <laughs> This is not even a game at this point. See, Matt, are you taking notes? This is how That's, you beat uh, Duke. That's 16 points. <laughs> this is how you beat Duke. That's more at points games. than you even have. That's more I points know. than you have. I love. Oh and gosh. I knew that was gonna be one. I was holding back. If I already had a, you know, that was gonna be my hail mary. If I was, if I was losing. Oh. That's. But now I'm I'm running me. up the score. You are killing me. Is there like a what do they call that when you're playing a sport? A uh, hail mary. A mercy. Oh, no, mercy, mercy rule? You want me to do a mercy rule? rule? <laughs> no, no. Let's play this thing out. Uh, what number well, are we on? Because... I don't know. You're sp well, you could count. Well, no, I guess oh, I can't. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, this is the last one. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is the last one out of our ten. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can hit you with a hard one here. Okay, Super Friends cartoon. Yes. 73, 74, 75 or 76. See, if I was smart, I would have been like 73. Uh -huh. so I would have done something different. But You know you could have adjusted it before you asked me uh, this question. I know, but, I know, but I'm not good what, on the Duke? fly like that. It's, it's fine. not fighting wrong. It's There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay, well, 73, 74, 75, or 76, right? That's what you're yep. asking me? Yep. Super Friends cartoon with Superman, Batman. Right. Uh, the and the Wonder original Twins. one was lame because it had like the kid. And it was the early Hanna-Barbera kind yeah, of stuff yeah. where it had yep. the, the boy and the girl. And I think they had a dog and stuff. Yep, a dog, yeah. yeah. I always hated those. I hated yeah. it when that was the one I had lost that day because they would show them syndication. Yeah. And I always wanted the more modern ones, the early 80s, or at least the challenge of the Super Friends, but... Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted the the most newest ones, and I hated it when they played those. So I'm gonna go ahead and guess 74. 73. 73. Doesn't matter. You got one one point. I know. Ones and twos here <laughs> and zeros. <laughs> oh right. my gosh. Um, so let me add up here. I'm gonna use my calculator because I'm not. There's so many numbers on my side that I can't do that in my in my head. <laughs> Um, let me pull my phone up here. So let's see here. We got six plus two plus five plus. Whoops, I screwed up. Six. I'll edit this out. Plus, this is boring. Plus two. It's okay. Plus five. <laughs> I I love it. Plus two. I'm sure you do. <laughs> plus six plus sixteen. So thirty-seven. Yes. 
two. I can do I can do yours in my head because let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Thirty seven to nine. <laughs> you imagine though like I could have just I could have gotten you could have gotten every right, everyone right, and then lost on the slinky. I know, I know. That was Man. a very, very clever move. Well, let me tell you, Duke, I have a big list left. And I want to revisit this game. Now you know how to play the game. You've been taught a valuable lesson today. All right? So we're going to revisit this game in a future episode. We definitely should. And part of me thought, when I I was doing this, I was like, maybe we shouldn't have done the multiple choice. But now I see that it's actually a very good part. If I would have done it smart like you, that can really... If you do it right, that can throw your opponent off. Well, when you first said, let's play a game, and we we were talking about guests in the year, and I thought about it, and I was like, yes, we it could have still had the same thing, right? Um, we could have just guessed a random year, and we could have still had... It, it could have still been competitive, still could have been intriguing to listen to. But I felt like, I was like, no, nah, let's have multiple choice, because then, you know, the viewer or listeners could play along, right? It gives... Yeah. You know, it's like a game show on TV, you know, like... Uh, yep, yep. You know, you you get you know the answers. You just don't know which one it is. So you get to guess one of them, and uh, and, and then you know when you're talking about the difference in the points, my immediate thing was okay. The strategy's got to be to spread them out. Definitely, yeah. Because if they get it right, they get it right. But if they get it wrong, you know what I mean. So you got me. I didn't I got think you that. good. Man. I thought you know you did. You were smart in picking toys and stuff that I knew that were from my childhood, but could have been in out like the Cadbury egg and the slinky they could have been from my parents childhood too I don't know you know I don't remember for sure but I know Transformers came out in 1984 or whatever during my childhood and and you know the thing was is and I probably should have done that with my last as soon as I hit you on the slinky I probably should have well CDs was the next one Uh, I don't know I I had a I was going to start you off with a couple of uh, um, things that I thought you could get that yeah. I thought that maybe you would like, but when you said I'm starting you off with a hard one, I thought, all right, gloves are <laughs> off, man. We're gonna leave those on the the next part of the list. But uh, yeah, I, I will, well, I'll you... give you one that I was gonna get you that I this was gonna be the one I thought you were gonna get. All right, okay. I'm gonna waste okay. a question here. This is just a okay. bonus question. This has no bearing on anything. Okay. All right. What year did the last Starfighter come out? Okay. Was it eighty three? 84, 85, or 86? Because I know this is one of your favorite movies. 83. It was 84. But see, you had only lost one I knew it was 83 or 84. I knew it was one of those. I know that was one of your favorite movies because it's one of mine too. Absolutely. You know, there's a podcast I was just listening to. um, It was called um, That Would Be Rad. And it's interesting how they have a similar vibe as us, even though they do a lot of uh, kind of paranormal stuff, which I find is cool. Actually, it kind of inspired me to hit you with that Mandela effect uh, Uh (laughs) that last time. But um, they just did an episode on The Last Starfighter. I've been meaning to send it to you because I think you would enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's very well done. These guys, these guys, I like the way they sound and um, really good guys. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our show. That was fun. Um, you destroyed me, Chris. You really, you played it smart. You know, you're 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 like a, but you do a lot of the gambling thing and the and the card playing. So you got that in your blood a little bit to be a little. And hey, it started know. with marbles. <laughs> marbles, right? Stealing kids' marbles. <laughs> it started right? with marbles. Well, why do you think marbles is on my list? 
Yep, I, I, I took it. Uh, I, did, I didn't approach the game the same manner, so you, good on you. You got me. Yep, I got you good, Duke. It could have blew all up right. in my face. You could have got them all right, and then I would have looked dumb. You'd have been like, of course it's not 1981 <laughs> for the slinky. Everybody knows it was 1943, and then I'd look like an idiot. Well, I'm the one so. that looks like an idiot, so... Well, you were spared. <laughs> I'm sure we'll come up with something else that will turn the tables on me. We'll we'll do um, that again, and we'll 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 play it a little more even next time. It'll it'll go a little, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because hey, I, I, you know, I learned from your strategy. So. All right. Uh, but you know, you can always just go play skate or die, and really add some, <laughs> had your total to get back at Bandy. You know? Yeah, I need to boost my uh, my confidence again. I'll play yeah, some skate get, or you die. Get, yeah. You get to get back on Bandy there. He, he don't mind. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. And, again, be sure to check out the, the Discord server, and you can follow us on Twitter, myself at, uh, at Duke0619, and Chris. Let me see if I can guess, because I'm terrible at remembering. CW, at CWR2, right? Yeah. Okay, there you go. At CWR2 on Twitter. So. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks again.